All right, UFC 245. Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky. And Amanda Nunes versus Jermaine Durandamain. What did you think of the card overall? Uh, you know, it was okay. <laughs> no, um, I thought it was a decent card for uh, being three title fights. Yeah, it's been it, a while since we've had one of those. It wasn't a uh, sold-out arena. No. Which, I you mean... You could see just from, you know, the pay-per-view itself. Yeah, I could, so I saw people online talking about, you know, that that's really bad looking for the UFC when three title fights on one card doesn't pack out the house. But I could understand because, like, Nunez doesn't have a bunch of marketing behind her. Yeah. Uh, Neither does uh, Kamara, in my opinion. He doesn't really yeah. market himself either. I would say Holloway and Covington probably had the most, like, I don't know how to say it. Not necessarily, like, the most fans or whatever coming in, but they're probably the most well-known out of yeah. everybody in the three main. And even out of all of them, it's prob. I mean, in my opinion, I think Max would have the most but uh, Yeah, because I'm talking about of- not... Just regular MMA fans. I'm talking about the casuals and everything, you know, as far as, like, the general population goes. Yeah, it's probably Colby and uh, Max. But overall, I thought if people were tuning in... Amanda might be sprinkled in there, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but that's just because of her, the record, you know, speaks for itself, which we'll get into. The double champ, but yeah. Yeah, but, you know, but as far as, like, well, I guess I could save this thought for... You know, whenever we decide to go over that fight, mm-hmm. I'll remember yeah, it when fine. we bring it up. But I thought overall, like, if people were newer coming into it, like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, hey, there's three fights going on. Let's go over to fucking Ted's house to watch it for, yeah. you know. You think they'd be a fan of the sport after uh, last I, night? I do think so because there weren't too many, like, very graphic things that happened. Most of the fights were pretty competitive. A lot of high-level mixed martial arts was portrayed yeah. uh, that night. Yeah, it wasn't too... I mean, obviously, it's a fight. They yeah. weren't too <laughs> over-the-top violent with some of the things that we've seen. Yeah, there were a few knockouts, but they weren't nothing that were like, yeah. wow, you know, I'm going to be <laughs> yeah. thinking about that one Somebody's out and their legs yeah. are fucking twitching. <laughs> it wasn't the Ben Askren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the uh, Street Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and start this with the first uh, fight pick. Jessica I versus Viviano uh, Aro- Aroja. Yeah, however you pronounce that. <clears throat> so, of course, Jessica I won uh, via unanimous decision. Yes. Um, I... The first round, I had it real close on the feet. Yeah. Uh, it was a very competitive round. Um, the only big thing I think Erosia had that round was a takedown. Yeah, she had a nice takedown, and she did have a nice sprawl mm-hmm. when uh, Jessica tried to take her down. Yeah. And I thought that towards the end of the round, though, when uh, Erosia got that, or however you pronounce it, got the uh, takedown, and she had uh, some decent top control yeah. for the time that she did have it. But, like I said, it was, like, towards the end of the yeah, round. Yeah, it was, so. like, what, last 30 or so, maybe? Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. And um, for Jessica I, I thought that she had really good footwork coming in and uh, good ground defense when she was on the ground. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she did really well at getting back to her feet, yeah. I thought. And uh, one thing I want to say about Jessica I is she did look really good going into the fight, but I also know she did miss weight. Yeah. Uh, I, can't, I, I can't remember by how much, but yeah, she did. Four or five pounds, I want to say, but could be wrong. Uh, I'd have to look into that. Yeah, giving um, up that fucking <laughs> purse. Yeah, I mean, regardless, <laughs> what is it, like she missed weight. 25% or 30% of it? Uh, I believe so. I mean, she got the win, but it's not like she's getting a bonus or anything for it. Yeah. She's got to watch out for missing weight, too. Yeah. Especially when they're cutting people like Liz Carmouche, who just had a title fight. Yes. Um. So, round <clears throat> two, I had uh, going to I. I felt like she was getting the upper hand on Erosia. Yeah. With uh, her strikes and leg kicks. Uh, yeah, body I, kick. Huh? Body kicks too. She oh, was yeah, in for a lot sure. of good body shots. <clears throat> Erosia uh, did get a takedown, uh, but she only had I on the ground for about twenty seconds before I got up and then, uh, uh, you know, got her in the clinch. That was a beautiful uh, level change, though. On it, that takedown, it really was. <laughs> Ducked right under. That. I think it was a right hook yeah. or a right. Uh, straight coming from uh, and then uh, pressured straight through. Yeah, she ducked right under that shit and got the double like that. Even was beautiful. Even uh, DC was commenting on how <laughs> yeah. it was high Olympian level wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just thought it was a lot of pressure work uh, up until the bell uh, from I. Yeah. So I gave that round to her. For uh, Arjo, um the beginning of round two i thought she had really good head movement mm-hmm. and was doing uh playing the range really well like yeah. getting out of the way of the shots but like you said as the round progressed i started getting a little bit more aggressive landed more strikes overall had the good body shots and the leg kicks but the takeaway from i obviously gave uh i the round but the mm. thing that stuck out the most to me was that fucking level change takedown yeah. that shit was beautiful and that's uh that was the big success for erosia in that fight was the takedowns. She would get them. Uh, she'd maintain them for a little bit, but then uh, it was almost like Jessica was able to just power out real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> round three, uh, I and Erosia were starting to uh, get some good striking in. Uh, Erosia looked like she was starting to slow down a little bit. Yes, that was one of my notes as well. Um and she was eating a lot of heavy shots in round three. Um, as well as I noticed that I was starting to get, be able to stuff the takedowns more. I believe she stuffed yeah. four takedowns in that uh, that round out of like six thrown or something. So, of course, I did give that round to uh, I, even with the takedowns, just because I didn't think they were anything major because I was able to, yeah, you know, either throw them throw uh erosion to a different position or you know get back up yeah so i obviously also gave that to jessica i the third round Mm -hmm. um the thing i noticed the most with arujo is uh that she started to wear down in the third round Mm -hmm. starting a little bit tired cardio yes and i noticed uh jessica i's overhand right started to continuously find the mark and uh her timing was just a lot. She started. To, it's weird to say because I don't know striking at like as far as timing goes, yeah. but I would assume like just the way that it looked like she was 
starting to get more consistent. Was like mm-hmm. her timing seemed a tad bit better. Like she was finally getting she into the groove. She was confident in her shit. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, what would the striking have advanced to if there was like another round or two? You yeah. know what I mean? It could have been starting to get like. Silva versus fucking uh, Forrest Griffin back in the day, you know? And that's always a thing with fights. It's like, what if we gave him another round or two? Yeah. <laughs> like you but then Arugio could come back and just get that fucking yeah. haymaker from left field. It's like uh, in uh, Ultimate Fighter. Uh, when at, there, It's two round fights that they make the guys fight. Yeah. Uh, but if they feel it's close, then they'll be like, oh, yeah, let's make them fight a third one. Yeah, you guys want to go for a third <laughs> yeah, one? Yeah, so it's like, who knows, maybe one of these days they'll <laughs> It's so fucked up. It seems just that. like, like the, it's like they're playing with their food. Like it's like the a bra- dog fighting. The brass are playing with their food. Well, we're only supposed to go two <laughs> rounds, but we thought it was close, so go another one. Dana's sitting in the corner with his <laughs> yeah. thumb. You know, it's, he's yeah. got it out, and it's about to point down, but he's like, no, nah, give me one more round. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but when they got like their elbows on the table and their hands are up and yeah. their fingertips are touching Some each other, Mr. Burns, yeah, and it's like right in front of their mouth, <laughs> like hunched down a little bit, yeah, looking all menacing, Uncle Dana, fucking crime lord, yeah. <clears throat> Which brings us to our next. Uh... <laughs> are we going to uh... go over the points, like like fight by fight, or did you want to just yeah, total we, them up at the end? We can. Uh... We can go fight by fight. That's fine. Okay, so for uh, I versus Arujo, Arajo, whatever, mm-hmm. potato, potato, uh, you had I winning by decision. I had Arajo by round three subs, so you got two points for that because okay. you won by decision. I got zero. Okay. Okay, now the next one. All right, the next fight is not David Tamer. <laughs> yeah. His little brother. Yeah, his little baby brother. Uh, That's Daniel his baby Tamer. brother. And uh, Chase Hooper. Yeah, which is uh, Ben Askren's son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anyone didn't uh, yeah. see that awesome uh, little tweet exchange between Ben and Chase, uh, they are now father and son. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... <clears throat> I didn't know anything about Hooper, mm-hmm. and that's who I picked to win the fight. I did not either, and that was uh, a mistake <laughs> on my part because well, I knew he looked familiar. I didn't know he came through the uh, the Dana White uh, contender series. I haven't been watching the last few, uh, but man, that kid is impressive. Yeah, none the least. Young Buck too. <clears throat> Youngest guy on the card that night, wasn't he? 20 years old? He's the youngest person on the UFC roster. Oh, wow. Which, okay. That's so some John Jones stuff. You I mean. just said that he's 20. <clears throat> Accurate. And he just turned 20, I believe. His nickname, I think, is like the Teenage Dream or something like that. <laughs> so what's he going to do now that he's not a teenager? Yeah. I mean, that's like <laughs> the 20 year old California kid. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. If you're like 30 and your name's the Teenage Dream, yeah. and you're a dude, I don't know. That's not a good look. I don't you know. know. What I mean? <laughs> that's a rough it's one. Like, I don't know. For some reason, I'm, I get Katy, Katy Perry vibes when I yeah. hear his nickname. <laughs> the Teenage, Teenage Dream. Dream. Uh, <clears throat> regardless of his nickname, I was very <laughs> impressed with his... Po- I was very impressed with his performance. Uh, 
I thought he did a great job. He took some shots. Yeah, um, at the early on. Yeah, which necessarily could have been possibly avoided, you know, if he was a little bit more higher caliber in his training. But yeah. then again, he's still young. Uh, he fought against Tamer, who what was a three-time, uh, what was it, Muay Thai uh, world champion. Uh, I am not 100% or, on that uh, one. Yeah, he's three-time champion in some uh, fight uh, organization. I can't remember off the top of my head. It was like Muay Thai. Or... Oh, backyard wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> Hooper had a seven-inch height advantage. Yeah. On him, I think he was six one, coming into this fight. Yeah, definitely over six foot. And they're fighting at I think, one thirty five. Uh, or is it one forty five? Let me see if I can um, get somebody's stats. So what I liked is when uh, Tamer started ch- ch- grappling a little bit, had his head, had a uh, Hooper's head. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if it was when he was trying the uh, anaconda on the ground when he stuffed the takedown. Mm-hmm. And they got back to their feet, but he still had the headlock. And then Hooper was trying to, like, wall flip off the cage. Yeah. I thought he was going to go over at one point. <laughs> yeah. That part was super cool. And I just wanted to say that at the beginning of that fight, like I said, I picked this kid blind. I knew nothing about him. They're when he started getting hit. 145. Yeah, okay. So when he started getting hit at the beginning and starting, it was not looking good because this kid's not ripped. He's not, you know, yeah, he's not like a big. He's like small, thin guy. Yeah. So when he started Just getting hit, lengthy. when he started getting hit, I was like, man, I should not have picked this kid. But then he came back Especially and won. Because his hands were just flailing at that point, and it yeah. was like, man, you know, this kid's might get knocked out. But then again, very young. Yeah. Very young, and. uh so Tamer, he had some big shots and a good submission attempt with the Anaconda. I thought that was pretty cool. Yes. And when uh, Hooper finally got on the ground and the uh, ground game was going, he had really good back control. Yes. And he had Would that not let go. RNC a... deep, yes. rear naked choke deep. <laughs> he was getting a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah. onto uh, Tamer. And... You and me both thought uh, in the beginning that Tamer would be tapping. But then, you yeah. know, seeing Tamer go on, oh, that was deep. I was That's starting a... to see the fight in him. And I kind of was yeah. like, okay, I think he's good. I don't think you could get more under the chin with a rear naked joke than he had that no, sunken, his, dude. I mean, his face was purple. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there was a couple times I think he even thought about tapping. Uh, yeah, you but see he's like, I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> Trump might be watching this card. I ain't tapping. Is Tamer American? Uh, I don't know, but he's fighting in America. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I want to say uh, that him and his brother, probably. I, I want to say they oh, are, we, but I'm not 100. percent You know what? I don't think they are. You don't think? No, I think they got accents. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, like foreign type okay. accents. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, there's a lot of Americans with accents. Not necessarily a Habib accent, but uh, look it up real quick. You got the stats out. Yeah, but I. <clears throat> Um, you know how UFC shit is. It's not yeah. necessarily user friendly. Um, I think that it's not mobile friendly, honestly. Yeah. So that shit's pissing me off. We need to get a, I was trying to look something up earlier and stop. it just wouldn't load. I'm like, the fuck? His hometown is Stockholm. 
Yeah, Stockholm, so California with uh, <laughs> the Diaz brothers. Isn't that where Stockholm is, in Sweden? Uh, I do believe. Uh, so yeah, he's just trying to build <clears throat> American relations with Sweden. Yeah, there we go. With Trump watching, you know. Hey, I like this guy. He's Swedish. He doesn't give yeah, up. I'm on Colby's card. I know Trump's going to be watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I do agree with you. Just Hooper with the pressure on Tamer, uh, especially when he got that choke. And then when Tamer was able to fight out of it, he did uh, manage to roll, which gave Hooper top position. And then that's when Hooper got the... Uh, mounting triangle choke and just started raining down, you know, ground and pound until the finish. What'd you think about the uh, stoppage? Um, I personally am not against the stoppage because it was a tight choke for one. The, I mean, the legs were locked yeah. up. He wasn't going anywhere. He, uh, and just the ground and pound he was putting in within that little bit of time of having him in that choke. Up until the stoppage, uh, I mean, we—you could see his face afterwards. It, you know, it was a, a good amount of, uh, uh, you know, punches to the head. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm, I'm not against the stoppage, but at the same time, if they let it go on a little bit more, I wouldn't have been mad either because uh, I felt Tamer could have possibly did some type of wall. Uh, yeah, you know, right cage, cage. yeah, cage, uh, climb or something or something to possibly explode out of position. But I don't know. It just, it looked really tight to me to where it could have, dude had enough time to, uh, work. Yeah. I wasn't mad at the stoppage. I felt like it could have went a little longer, Yeah, but I, I still felt like it was a fair stoppage yeah. nonetheless, you know. Are people saying anything uh, on the internet? I know how people not, like not to that talk. I've heard. Mostly okay. just the main, uh, fights yeah um, other so, than the fact that uh ben Askren's his father yes <laughs> andy left uh hooper because hooper said he didn't like wrestling and ben left for cigarettes and never came back yeah um but wait until uh hooper becomes champ <laughs> yeah and then he'll come back with those cigarettes yeah exactly <laughs> oh yeah they didn't have the brand i wanted so I yeah <laughs> um so the fight results for that uh who who won uh, Hooper, round one TKO. So you got them points, my guy. You chose David Tamer, or is it Daniel? Daniel Tamer. Da- Daniel Tamer. We might have said David a couple times. Yeah, I don't but, know. I mean, they're both. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're the same person. They were <laughs> yeah. identical twins at birth, or Just whatever. Different, different they were conjoined. Heights. They got cut at the <laughs> hip. Um, like cat dog. Yeah. So you had round two submission for Tamer. And I had round two submission by Hooper. Hooper got the round one TKO. So I got one point. Get you some ASMR up in there. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oakley dokley. On to the next one, which would be our man, the immortal Matt Brown versus Ben Saunders. The killer bee. Yes, this was a good fight. Uh, a lot more competitive than what I thought it would be. Especially because Matt Brown had a pretty long hiatus and Ben Saunders, uh, like we said prior podcast, uh, was coming off of what a three fight losing streak. 
something uh, like that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and just Ben Saunders as well has been in the game. He's a vet. He's you know been in uh, uh, some wars. So you just never know when these things are gonna go. Yeah. Um, it only went two rounds and Matt Brown won by KO. Um, I personally thought it looked like a TKO cause yeah. I didn't think Saunders was a hundred percent out. Yeah. I would call it a TKO for sure. But on the records they're counting it as a KO. So that's how I have to say it. So, uh, Matt Brown won as a K with a KO. Well, there's also something else they're saying in the record later on that I don't agree with, and I won't say it. So we'll go over that when we come across it. Alrighty, <laughs> it's not for this fight. No, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> you'll know. You'll know what I'm talking about. All right. All right. So, round one. Uh, Matt Brown gets taken down. Yes. Uh, pretty quick, maybe within the first minute of the fight. Um. Saunders, uh, he pulled a rubber guard uh, that was, you know, pretty tight. Had Matt Brown uh, uh, pinned down pretty good and locked up. Yes. Uh, Even, you know, though he had Matt Brown locked up, he did weather the storm. And uh, uh, I felt Brown was being very smart on the ground and wasn't, uh, he was, you know, working his hands and, uh, you know, controlling certain parts of, uh, Saunders body to not allow him to, uh, uh, gain the squeeze, you know, more than what it was or, you know, progress, uh, position. Yeah. So I, I thought, uh, Saunders had really good, uh, submission attempts and control in the first round. Even though, you know, he was on his back and rubber guard, but mm-hmm. that's where, you know, the control comes in. I know technically Matt's got getting the, the I guess, the points for it because he's on top. Yeah. But I thought it was really good control from uh, Killer B. But I also and thought it was tight. Matt Brown had a really awesome uh, submission defense mm-hmm. on the ground. Uh, and another thing I have to say about the first round was, Ben Saunders was just squeezing for a good (laughs) three minutes or so. And that had to have been, you know, hell on the legs. Yeah. He's Uh, switching them back and forth, trying to keep the control going. Um, Definitely burns your legs out. And I wonder if that was a part of uh, Matt's plan was to, you know, if he gets in a bad spot like that, just weather it out, be smart about it, and let the other person gas out. Because, I mean, he just, he played it smart just all the way around. He picked his shots perfect. Uh, You know, what we'll talk about coming up. But even in the first round, when it was mainly Saunders controlling on the ground. Yeah. uh, He was showing a high level, just performance, you know, keeping cool. Not letting the pressure get to him, you know. Knowing where uh, where to fight. Uh, fight off certain things. And yeah. Just, um, Been around, around for a while. Yeah, very yeah. very impressive. Uh, High fight IQ. Uh, first round. Uh, which leads us to the second round where uh, Brown got some uh, ground and pound in on Saunders. Uh, 
pretty early. Yeah. Uh, into the first round. Um, and uh, was winning with the exchanges on the feet as well. Uh, was getting some good pop shots off. Uh, and wobbled. Uh, or not wobbled, but, you know, I feel stunned. Yeah. Saunders a, a couple times. Um, <clears throat> Matt Brown started to uh, flurry on Saunders, which made Saunders then pull guard. Yeah. And then uh, that's when it was basically the beginning of the end. Uh, Brown was able to finish Saunders with uh, some ground and pound until he got the KO finish. One of the things that stuck out to me in the second round is a negative on the killer B, Ben Saunders, how much he was sticking his toes and fingers in the cage. Yes, I did not like that either because wasn't that specific uh, uh, ref telling someone else earlier in that fight not to do it? Uh, Or wasn't there another ref in uh, that fight? I don't know. I thought I heard another ref uh, uh, telling people enforcing to... that uh, rule, but it's like you know, come on. If if we could see it, why the fuck can't he see it? He's supposed to be seeing everything. He's right there. Yeah, who was it? Was that a uh, Goddard or was it uh, uh, Keith Peterson? I want to say it was Keith Peterson. I know Keith Peterson and Goddard did. A yeah, because there was night. a couple spots he was like looking right direct. Like yeah. I don't know what he was seeing. It looked like he was looking right at the hands and wasn't saying anything. At one point, I see Saunders' fingers in the cage, too, and nothing was said. So, I don't know. It was definitely a weird night. Yeah. I don't know. Some of those refs are, you know. Yeah. Everyone's got a bad day at the job. Yeah. You know, but. There was a few of those instances, I felt, but what are you going to do? Yes. So, Matt Brown coming out of retirement to get the KO finish against Ben Saunders. Who, uh, Who got points in that fight? You picked Matt Brown to win in the first round by KO, but it was second round, so you got two points. I had Killer B by decision, zero points. Okay. So I got the fighter and the way of stoppage. Gotcha. All right, now on to the next fight that we picked, and that was Ian Heinish versus Amadov. (laughs) Amadov. We are writing poetry. Yeah. Well, what do you know, what do you expect? I'm uh, a new age Shakespeare. Yeah. No, it was uh, excuse me, Omari Akhmadov. Uh, Omarion's younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the fight overall? It was a uh, a three rounder. Yes. Um, Akhmadov won by unanimous decision. Yes, I thought that the story of the fight was basically Akhmadov's been in the UFC for a hot minute. Yeah. So his experience definitely helped with that. I, I you know, and I would assume so. And Heinish is like the up-and-comer. Yeah. Yeah. So isn't this only like his third, fourth in the UFC? Something, something like, like that. that, yeah. And, uh, I mean, in the first round, uh, early on, uh, Akhmadov, he was landing some big shots pretty early and had some big takedowns, uh, within that round. I thought he was definitely get the better in the exchanges for sure. I thought Heinus was having a little bit of trouble finding his range, but he did have a good ground defense and got that really nice Granby. That was one thing I was going to say too, was his Granby roll out of, uh, 
the takedown yeah was really nice yeah uh and even like i said uh dc <laughs> you know he likes to comment on all that really nice high level stuff uh and we've seen heinish do something like that before in some of his fights so i would like to see him mix it up with maybe something a little different yeah uh, maybe something that involves more of an, an attack maybe at the end just because i don't want him to get used to doing that and then his opponents see that and they're like oh well i know if i do this to him he's just gonna grab roll and then when he yeah. does that i'll just throw a head kick or something i think it might have been dc that said it the Granby roll is a wrestling move yeah which i never thought of it that way because you know we learned it in jujitsu yeah, yeah so was i was like, like thing I, you have to learn. it's just weird that's like damn yeah. I, I'm over here just thinking it's jujitsu because I learned it in jujitsu. But they're just, Eddie Bravo is just like, nah, we're gonna go ahead and borrow that. <laughs> we're gonna borrow that for our formula that we got going on at Tenth Planet. Yeah, all of uh, Eddie Bravo is basically borrowed. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, he just rebuilt it to uh, yeah. his own. He he's like a AAA game company now. Yeah. He's just borrowing from all the little guys. This well, not they're not good. the little guys, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Borrowing from everybody to make their own shit great. <laughs> Uh, That's the way it goes. Round two, I thought that uh, both guides, both guys were uh, both tour guides, <laughs> trading uh, punches back and forth pretty good. Yeah, uh, there were there was some nice clinch work up against the cage. Yeah, and uh, a takedown by Akhmadov, uh halfway through the round. Uh, Heinish, uh, he did roll out of it again uh, to free himself. Uh, And then basically, uh, Akhmadov continues with the takedowns for the rest of the round yeah. until uh, uh, Heinish, you know, can basically get up. It's it was near the end of the round. It was basically uh, Akhmadov taking down Heinish, Heinish getting up, yeah, and then Akhmadov taking him down again. So. But I also think that was the start of uh, Akhmadov getting gassed. Yeah. And I think he was just trying to uh, get some ground and pound and, and also wear out Heinish as much as he could before going into the third. I thought uh, Heinish did a really good job at finding his range and getting his timing down in the second round. Like you said, they started you know going back and forth yeah, with each other. Yeah, definitely more boxing in the second um, round. So I thought Akhmadov had really good body shots and had really good takedown defense throughout that round as well. Um, Heinish did get a very late takedown in the round that was really nice. I do believe it was a double leg. Yeah. And overall, I think that uh, Akhmadov did end up landing more shots overall in that round. Yeah, and that's one thing I forgot to uh, say was Heinish <laughs> did get that takedown in the last 15 seconds. uh uh, against Akhmadov. Yeah. So that was good, but overall, like you said, it was Akhmadov's round. Um, round three, uh, they spent a lot of time boxing. Yeah. Uh, you can clearly see that uh, uh, both men were starting to get exhausted, but Akhmadov seemed like he was uh, the more tired of the two. Yeah. Um, 
Heinish starts to uh, set a fast pace, but unfortunately it just wasn't enough. Uh, they end up going to the bell. Uh, I would give the last round to Heinish, but uh, of course, you know, he lost rounds one and two. So Yeah, I would also give round three to Heinish. I thought he had really good clinch work on the fence. Yeah. Um, the only thing that really stuck out uh, in the last round with uh, Akhmadov for me is that he had a couple good shots here and there mm-hmm. in the exchanges, but I thought it came down to Heinish's uh, octagon control and clinch work on the fence. Yeah, and that's one thing I want <clears throat> to touch on real quick is I wonder if Heinish is just a slow starter or if maybe, because he did get tagged by Akhmadov yeah. a couple times in the first round and they were hard and you could tell Heinish was... Uh, showing a lot of respect to that power and yeah. it was almost like a little too much respect to where he almost couldn't fire the trigger and I wonder if that had a reason to do with the loss you know um, I don't know it could be that lack of octagon experience yeah but uh, I think we'll see Heinish bounce back real quick yeah and obviously I've been making jokes about him being racist (laughs) but uh you know i'm just joking i do like him as a fighter and he's a very entertaining fighter and i can't wait to see his next fight and you won what on that fight uh you had heinish winning by decision i had akhmadov winning uh round three tko akhmadov won by decision so i get one point gotcha you got zilch zilch yep it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah that's why your uh, gamer tag's got a Z in it. ZXT. <laughs> Zochext. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't be giving out uh, personal uh, credentials, dog. No, that's Don't. why I only did the... Uh... <laughs> nah, it's like a phone number. Yeah, that's why I only did that. Yeah, or uh, social, you just give out the, the last four. Yeah, it's a... Uh, give me uh, the last four. <laughs> it's a uh, HTC, or no, HTC, HXZ. ZXT. <laughs> hardcore. <clears throat> no. Yes. You uh, are hardcore. Yeah, right. All right. So now on to the last fight of the prelims. And that will be Mike Perry versus Jeff Neal. Or Jeffrey yeah. Neal. At, and I was going to say Jeff Neal <laughs> versus Mike Perry. He was the red corner. Perry true, was the challenger. True. We'll say Jeff Neal versus You're Mike just Perry. biased, I think, is what it is. You put your fighters first all the time. Yeah, it's this guy fighting this guy. So, hey. <laughs> no, Did I do I, that I like... on the last one? No, no, no. Uh, I'm just teasing you. Uh, well, um, I just wrote it as I saw him coming out, too. Yeah, I like... Because <laughs> uh, Perry came out first. Neil. I, yeah, Neil. I do like Jeff Neil, but... Did uh, he come out first, Mike Perry? Yes, because he's a challenger. Okay, that's what um, I thought. So, I like Mike Perry... A lot, even though I did choose against him in this fight. Yeah, and I was honestly, I was sad to see him lose. So, you know, in such a quick fashion in the way he did. Because it was, it's like, man, did he even recover since his last fight? And I don't know. Yeah, got a whole new nose and everything about it. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff Neal won that fight uh, via TKO. He, uh, to start the fight off, both fighters started boxing. Uh, they, you know, they went to center of the cage. Uh, they continued to pressure one another. 
uh, around the cage until Jeff got a massive head kick yeah. that uh, rocked Perry. Hardcore. Yeah, and continued to uh, throw a couple head kicks and pressure him uh, until he finally uh, got him up against the cage. And then just unleashed the flurry against Perry that brought him to his knees and then eventually uh, got him to uh, get the stoppage. So I didn't have any notes jotted down for that just because of how quick that it was. Yeah. And, like, I didn't want to take my eyes away to write just because of how quick everything was happening. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a pretty fucking that's quick why I was, fight. Uh, <laughs> that's why I was telling... Uh, <clears throat> Jamie not to look at my notes. <laughs> yeah. It was I like w- that Drake cover. They're all written down to the side and shit. Yeah, because I was uh, watching uh, the TV while taking notes. And yeah. I wasn't even looking, so I don't even know if I'm in the line for half of these. So what do you think happens with Perry after this? Because his record's not been too hot lately. Man, you know, he's a name and he's a draw, but that's the same thing that we've said about Cat. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I think they might give the him a little that- bit more. Leeway. And that's how I feel. I think he'll get maybe one or two more fights before he might get the cut. Yeah, he definitely needs a win on yeah, his next one for feel, sure. I feel two more losses will be a guaranteed cut for yeah. sure. One, depending on how bad of a loss it is. Like yeah. If he gets knocked like out this. cold, yeah. uh, then it, he might be gone. Uh, just because he's already been knocked out a decent amount of times. Not saying he's his chin's gone, because I don't think he's his chin's gone. I just think he's making mistakes. Yeah, and plus it's like one of those gaitsy things. Like he's going out there on a shield. Like yeah, he's, he's going out there to try to hurt you. Yeah, he's ready for <laughs> war. And but then when you say him calculated, you know, kind of like how Garbrandt was against mm-hmm. uh, Cruz. Yeah, like it. It was just like an awesome. Not saying he doesn't perform awesome every time. Cause yeah. He doesn't go out there. He's, he's entertaining. But when you see him more reserved, and he starts picking his shots really well, and I almost feel like, <clears throat> does he need to change up his training? You know, like I understand he wants to be trained by like what is it, his wife or his girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. But it's like you know what? Turns out she's undefeated. That's not like <laughs> she's undefeated badass kickboxer. And we don't know about it. I just it. don't understand. You know, like. You know, if things aren't going right, you might have to switch up. And even if that means hurting some feelings, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, you got to do what's best for you. And if they really care about you, they'll understand. Yeah. Just pull a Dillashaw. Just leave your well, camp. that whole camp was full of a bunch of hotheads. That, <laughs> leave uh, your camp cold and go start, get on some juice and know. train with this scientist in his garage, you know? <laughs> uh, bunch of hotheads that fucking... Uh, uh, they all got that Napoleon just, syndrome. All pissed off at each other. I think the tallest one in that gym is like five eight. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and it's a chick. <laughs> that was its own little uh, bullshit. Um. So, which brings us to results. Round one, knockout for Jeff Neal. Oh, I thought we went over this, but yes. Uh. I had Jeff Neal winning by round three submission. Mm-hmm. You had Perry winning by round two knockout. I get one point. Yep. Jeff Neal. Jeff Rally Neal. Anytime I see Jeff spelled like that, I think of Jeff Rally, the skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know who that is. He's like legendary skateboarder. Might have heard of it. Yeah, he's a British dude from, uh, obviously... 
I was going to say, he's a British dude <laughs> that, uh, ride, I don't know if he still rides for Flip, but he was, yeah. if he doesn't, he was on Flip for a fucking hot yeah. minute. Really popular skateboarder. Nice. Not that that's MMA related. It just yeah, makes me think of it. <laughs> Skateboard's cool. Yeah, well, since you don't mind, we're just going to start steering this in a different <laughs> direction. Yeah, fuck it. All right, Tony Hawk. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Uriah Favor versus Peter Jan. Dude, I hate this dude's name. Pet Petra yeah. Peter. Pewter. Petter. Pewter. <laughs> yeah. You know I've been what? saying it wrong this whole time. I saw I somebody say Pewter. I was like, just do like a half a computer or I, what? I say it wrong too, but you know what? It looks like Peter to me, so yeah. I'm going to say, or I yeah, could say the R. Where's the W come in with a P-E-T-R? Yeah, pet R. <laughs> yeah. Pet R. Yon. Pet R. Yon. That's pet what I'll say. Pet R. Uriah Faber. Yes. Faber versus Petr Yon. Flip-flopped if you're going by UFC's count. Petr Jan versus Uriah Faber. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did it. I probably walked out. <laughs> yeah. Since you're saying that you want to go by UFC's site, That's I fine. have to That's correct fine. you. That's fine. All right. Round one. Both guys, uh, of course, come out. Uh, they want to stand and bang. Uh, one thing I noticed from the rip, uh, I think you noticed as well was Uriah was throwing a lot of feints at uh, Jan, and Jan was not reacting to anything. He yes. was throwing, you know, fake throws, th fake kicks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of just... I didn't even think Jan was blinking. No, and, and <laughs> that was one thing that caught me off guard, too, because when I'm seeing that type of shit, I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, he's going to be a bad dude. Yeah. Uh, and we did see that. Uh, in this fight, uh, of course, uh, Petrion won via KO. Uh, yes, round uh, three. Yes, round three. Uh, but round one, like I said, uh, both guys I felt were very aggressive. Uh, there was a lot of good clinch work and uh, dirty boxing being shown. Uh, but Jan ended up getting a good exchange the last minute of the round against yeah. Faber. Uh, that had uh, Faber scrambling. Uh, it, I felt overall it was a very fast uh, first round. Yeah. So I thought uh, Faber looked a little stiff in the beginning of the round. Yeah. Like just in his movement overall. Which obviously I'm not hating on it because Faber's a fucking legend. Yeah. Getting up there in age, I didn't think any of that had anything to do with it. He moved yeah. well and fluid against uh, Ricky Simone. Maybe it was just kind of like a rough start for him. I felt even in the Ricky Simone fight, he was rough up until that first punch in the face. And yeah. then it was like once he got punched in the face, it was like everything from there on out was like, okay, I, I'm I'm good now. Like he needed that to kickstart him. Yeah. Um. I thought... Uh, Uriah had a couple good shots in the exchange exchanges, and as the round started to go on, he had a little bit uh better footwork, getting out of the way of things. Yeah, I thought that was really awesome. Uh, there was a couple spots I noticed when Jan hit him with a couple big bombs, and 
just the look on his face, he looked a little nervous or, like, maybe surprised at it. Like, he had, like, the huge bug eyes. Yeah. And, like, just his body language. He looked like it, it was, like, the fight or flight. Like, he didn't know if he was, like, gonna, you know. Yeah, it definitely stunned like, him. Like, get the fuck out of there or stay in the pocket and try to, you know. And I, I thought uh, Jan had awesome octagon control because yeah. we talked about Faber, like, don't faint and all that shit. And Jan not reacting at all. He just stuck right on that like kind of the black line and kept Faber up against the fence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also thought that Jan had really good takedown defense in that uh, first round. Yes. Uh, I thought so as well. One thing I wanted to uh, say was, did you think that Faber was throwing a little bit, a little bit too much predictable uh, punches in the first round that led to the second round, him being able to be read a little easier? Um, I could see that being a possibility. That's not something I necessarily picked up on. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a fucking striker. But when I start to notice those things, uh-huh. that's when I think it starts to become a problem because I'm not a striker. Yeah. So I can definitely see that as because Faber is like kind of that old breed kind yeah. of guy. And Jan's, you know, New school. newer coming up. So he knows how to see the fun- fundamentals a lot yeah. more than, you know, somebody like me. That's one thing that I noticed was... Faber was throwing some strikes in the first round yeah, uh, that were almost repetitive at certain points uh, that when round two came around, uh, both fighters came out hot. Yeah. uh, And Jan was able to cut Faber off from, you know, running uh, to any part of the cage. Yeah. Uh, uh, They clinched up. A few times against the clay, uh, against the cage, and uh, Faber uh, seemed to be pulling ahead at so one point. Say he had really good clinch work on the fence that round. Yeah, and then Jan uh, began to th- start throwing really hard shots. Yeah, that uh, uh, put Faber on his ass twice. It, yeah, <laughs> uh, rocked him with heavy hooks and dropped him. Uh, uh, with a nasty elbow. Yeah. Uh, and it was almost like uh, uh, it was almost like the Matt Brown elbow versus Diego <laughs> yeah. Sanchez. Just fucking dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, almost had a doctor stoppage because they thought that his eye was gashed. They yeah, thought that his eye might have been bust. And nasty uh, looking. Busted pretty bad. Like golf ball under his eye, right? Yeah. On, like where the cheekbone is. Well, the blood all over his face wasn't helping it. It looked yeah. worse than what it was. I mean, it was still bad, but uh, uh, the, the doctor didn't stop the fight. Uh, Faber was on bottom, and Jan was on top when they stopped it, so they started it back up in the same position. Yeah. Uh, Jan ensued ground and pound. Uh, both guys spent uh, the last 40 seconds standing of the uh, round uh, two, uh, I felt Uriah showed a lot of heart in uh, that round. Yeah, but Yawn uh, y- was just basically manhandling him almost the entire round, and uh, yeah. the last ten seconds of the round, you know, he got hauled down and uh, controlled him until the bell. But I mean, overall, just the elbow and the drops. I mean, that first drop when he dropped him right on his ass, (laughs) it was just like, I think like you said, Uriah was starting to see like where the the pace of the fight was starting to go. And he, he himself knew 
Yeah. You know, it's it's all or nothing at this point. I think uh, Faber landed some uh, nice big shots in yeah. that round in the exchanges. Because um, I'm just trying to, like, throw in some things that uh, you didn't bring up that I noticed. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought Jan also had a great takedown defense in that round, too. Yes. And I can't remember what specifically happened for this uh, event, uh, but Uriah... Because I, I can't remember if Uriah tried to do a takedown and got sprawled on uh-huh. or if it was when they got restarted on the ground. But uh, Faber had a really great scramble off the ground, I, and I can't remember. I want to say it was when they, after the doctor stoppage, and he okay. put him back down on the ground. Yeah, because it, like, obviously high-level shit. Faber's a wrestler, so... <laughs> That can be expected, but I I just thought it was a really nice scramble. It's just one of those things that you don't really see too often. You see good scrambles, but this one like really stuck out to me. Yeah. But that's that's what I got on round two. But as you said, obviously he got fucking dropped twice, so you could see the way that the tide was turning. Yeah. In Jan's favor for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when Jan they're st- they're talking to each other and they're yeah. smiling and you know Jan's la- laughing for one reason and you know. I saw Uriah laughing and kind of smiling and playing <laughs> yeah. back, but trying, I almost trying to fucking stonewall him. Like yeah. everything's good on this side of the cage. Yeah, I almost felt like it was just almost routine at that point. Like, okay, I got to put on a front, you know. Yeah. But I mean, Hall is a legend, and you got to give the guy props. Dude had heart. Yeah. You know, he wasn't gonna let that doctor stop that fight. Uh. Even knowing yeah. that he was going to lose, he still went out there and uh, put it all out there. Yeah. So, going into round three, both guys come out hot uh, once again. Uh, and they exchange uh, punches up until Jan catches Hall with a head kick. Uh, that ended up getting the stoppage. Um, Faber. What'd I say? Hall. Oh, uh, whoops, I mean Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> you said Hall last time. I'm like, wait a minute, something don't sound right about that. And then you said Hall, Hall again. Oh, uh, Uriah Faber. You kept saying Hall, Uriah Hall. Oh, uh, whoops. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said Hall, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I'm looking I look at my like, notes, and I, I just see... see Uriah, and then I'm just thinking of, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, Uriah Hall. Wow, wow. Yeah, look at this casual Wish I over here. Yeah, shut the this hell up. casual over here. Nah, there's just too many names that are too close. <laughs> yeah, Hall, Faber. <laughs> Uriah Hall, Uriah Faber. <sighs> what am I going to do with uh, you? <laughs> I won't even lie. I wrote Hall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go back and restart your round three over again. Let's see where this takes us. All right. Both <laughs> guys come out hot. <laughs> uh both guys start to exchange until Jan catches Faber with a head kick that gets the stoppage. Yes, very <laughs> rough. Uh, it's obviously Faber's legend. Yeah. Came out of retirement. Had the awesome win against Ricky. Yeah. Gets stopped. In I the think third he'll round. still fight. I, th- I think he will too. Um, I know Dana said, oh, well, he could retire. It's one of those things. It is what it is. That's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. But it's like it was still a pretty competitive fight overall, you know. Like and he Faber took can still win. Massive shots that didn't knock him out. Yeah. So and he's four. And he also gave some big shots back. Yes. That he's been cracking since he's been back. Yes. 
wonder if he is. Uh, he's training with some killers. Mic'd up a little bit. <laughs> nah. I don't think Faber would cheat. Nah. I hope not. It would crush my heart. Faber's all American, man. That's what it, he should change his nickname to. <laughs> the yeah, all American yeah, man yeah. instead of the California yeah. kid. Uriah, the all American man, <laughs> Faber. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was round three, knockout by Pewter Yawn. The only reason I say that is because he's not a kid anymore. Yeah, he's the oldest kid we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you picked uh, Faber to win in round two by TKO or knockout, whatever mm-hmm. one you want to say. I was going off of that. Uh, Ricky Simone. Yeah, Ricky yeah. Simone energy. Dude, I fucking love Ricky Simone. Yeah, and dude, you that hair. still get a mullet. That hair is sick. <laughs> So you had Faber round two TKO. I had Yawn by decision, so I got one point. Nice. Pulling ahead. To the next, uh, to the next scrap. <laughs> so you're talking about? No, I said uh, you're pulling ahead on points. Oh, bro, I've been but pulling ahead. We'll go uh, on to the next scrap, and that is Marlon Magic Marais versus. Jose Scarface Aldo. Yes. And, and uh, go on, brother. Uh, <laughs> um, I was just gonna say before we even like really get into this fight, I was really nervous just because of Aldo's weight cut. Yes. I'm pretty sure we brushed on it last uh fight podcast we did. Mm-hmm. But he he did it right. He dropped the weight. It wasn't a, just a quick weight cut, but it did show in this fight that it did he did do it right. Yeah. He still has a chin dropping weight. And even though he's thirty three years old, he looks he looked like an old man. <laughs> yeah. I mean he looked old at uh, uh forty five. Yeah, his regular weight class. But moving down it was just like it was almost rough looking at Aldo, and that's why I, in all honesty, I, I had, I had the T.J. Dillashaw mentality, how he went down and challenged Cejudo. Yeah. And I know how Marias, he's a bad dude, you know. Even though lately his performances, in my opinion, haven't been top notch. <laughs> yeah, the last two. Old. Yeah, but yeah, he's still a bad dude for and sure. You know, I just figured Aldo might be a little too drained. I mean, he looked it. Yeah. You know, he just looked very uh, decrepit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the he word, he uh, didn't fight decrepit, that's for no. sure. No, oh, he was he was taking massive shots, but he was also dealing them back. Yeah, and uh, the first round specifically, he was taking some big shots. Yeah, uh, he definitely lost the first round. Uh, which brings us to... The decision where Marlon Marias won by split decision. Uh-huh. And I think we both thought that Aldo had uh, uh, captured the win on that one. We both picked Marlon to win. However, I think Aldo won. And I as well think Aldo won. So, round one, Marias comes out swinging uh, and stuns Aldo pretty quick. Yeah, that was the head kick. Uh, yes. Yes. Because he threw that a few times afterwards. And that's one thing I'll say about Marias, too, uh, is he did throw a few strikes. Uh, like, when he'd see one that connected, he'd throw that same strike a couple times yeah. afterwards, but they'd be blocked because 
you know, he he almost wasn't setting them up. He was just throwing yeah. them because it's like, oh, that one landed, so let me throw a couple more. And I think that could be part of the reason why he's having these uh, issues with cardio in the later rounds is because yeah. he's expending a little too much energy uh, with some of these wasted shots. But um, with saying that as well, I think that Mariah showed a lot of skill and a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of his arsenal in this because he was keeping it uh, different. Yeah, I thought in the first round he had uh, some really big shots in the exchanges. Marais, mm-hmm. that head kick was really nice that stunned Aldo, which that had me like, oh, God, this weight cut's terrible for him. Yes, he was definitely getting the better in the exchanges of round one. Uh, Aldo was a little slow in the first round starting, I think. I do, you know, it wasn't like the most active Aldo that I've seen. Mm-hmm. But uh, towards the end of the round, he definitely started turning up the heat. Yes. Uh, I thought Aldo was showing respect to Marias's power yeah. in round one, uh, especially when they started to exchange, uh, for, you know, real good for the second time, and Aldo got stunned again. Uh, I felt like that was when Marias too was starting to open up more, and they both started to tee off uh, with each other until Aldo uh, went for the takedown, but uh, Marias ended up reversing it on. Uh, uh, on Aldo. Um, and then one thing that I noticed at the end of round one uh, was that Marias was starting to look uh, a little bit tired. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily gas, but uh, you could see he looked a little bit winded. Um, which, you know, round uh, two and three for Marias, I felt like he was on his bicycle a little bit more going backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's one thing that I noticed as well uh, in round two was Aldo was applying the pressure and oh, controlling yeah. the center of the cage. Uh, Coming in with some big-ass shots. Yes. Uh, he kept walking down uh, Marias, and uh, uh, even though he was walking down Marias, uh, I did notice that uh, Marlon was firing back. Yeah. Uh, and he would hit uh, Aldo. Not necessarily stun him, but, you know, he'd hit him, and Aldo would just keep coming. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, they kept on uh, trading and uh, stunning each other, but uh, no one was really jumping on anything. Yeah. Uh, Aldo looked comfortable uh, near the middle uh, of the second round, and uh, Marias looked more on the panic side and uh, <laughs> yeah. was looking like he was getting slower. He was physically getting slower. Uh, the last minute of the fight, uh, Otto increased the pace the on Marias. Or the fight. Oh, sorry. The last uh, minute of the uh, round, Aldo increased the pace uh, on Marias. They call him the pacemaker. Yeah. For- <laughs> <laughs> uh, both guys started to slug it out until... Yeah. Uh, the bell and uh that's where that was i thought that round was very uh interesting overall just because going from round one where it was such a high pace for marias and uh he was getting some hard shots landed on aldo and we both thought aldo could have been out in round two yeah and then just to see aldo come out and look like aldo of old which is crazy to say because he's only 33, but yeah. it's just that he's been fighting for so long. Yeah, like, fight years are definitely different yeah. than age years. And I think that's why he looks so old, too, is because he's been fighting forever. 
Do you think Marias probably didn't look as confident and sort of started bicycling a little bit just because I want to say he possibly thought that Aldo's weight cut would be bad. And he's like, well, I'm definitely going to be able to knock this guy out due to the bad weight cut. And then he ate some heavy shots from Marias in the first round and then stuck around. So Marias is kind of like, well, he just ate my best shots. I think so, but I think it's also a mixture of Marias was overthrowing and he was getting punch drunk in the first uh, round to where he overexpended energy to where if he could have held off some of that, uh, who knows, maybe he could have had that knockout power, uh, you know, going into the second. So I think it's a mixture of he threw everything at Aldo and Aldo was taking his best punches, but he also expended a little too much energy, unnecessary energy. So this brings us to the third round. Yes. Round a tray. Tray ferry. Uh, Marias came out and uh, was pressuring uh, Aldo and swinging at him uh, consistently. Uh, but Aldo takes over the center of the cage uh, and keeps chasing Marias around. Yeah, it's very aggressive this yes, round. <laughs> they consistently trade him back and forth. Um, Aldo uh, continues to chase Marias and cut him off. Yes, yeah, very good octagon control. Yes, uh, I do agree. Uh, and he was showing very high level just fight IQ. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you're going to go over here? Um, I'll cut you off. You know, and I'll throw this combo. Uh, they were definitely keeping it high paced up until the last second. Um, both guys basically end the round swinging, and we go to decision. So I thought in round three, Aldo looked the best with his striking. Mm-hmm. I thought he, his timing and range was really there in the third yeah. round. So I want to th- say that's because. He's used to those five-round fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? He like, just picks it up as it goes. Obviously, outside of the Holloway fights. Whenever he's in a five-round fight, he's always picking it up, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I thought Marais had really good uh, strike defense, especially with Aldo being way more aggressive in the third round. Yeah. So I personally had round one for Marais and then two and three for Aldo. And I agree with that. Um, That's what I had. The judges saw it the other way. Which I don't understand, but then again, I am not a judge. Uh, It is what it is. This is what I was bringing up earlier when you said it's on the official UFC website, so i got to call it like that. So this is where I'm like, dude, I ain't calling it like that. Aldo (laughs) won that fight. Uh, He for sure won that fight. We both wanted Marias to win. I mean, even though we're... Aldo fans. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I'll be the first one to tell you. I thought that weight cut was going to be the issue. Yeah. But. And that was my big deal was just the weight cut. Yeah. It had nothing to do with Aldo's fighting ability. It had nothing to do with him not having a jaw. Because yeah. that's... I don't even think of, uh, you know, glass... When I think of glass jaws and stuff, I don't even think of Aldo. Yeah. I think of, like, Luke Rockhold. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. Chris Weidman, you know. Even those guys I have respect for. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just being honest with you. You know, I don't think of... Uh, I don't think of him at all when I think of that type of stuff. So did you hear what Dana said about this fight? Uh, no. Okay, so 
here's what I want to know your opinion on or how you feel about it. So, allegedly, Cejudo was texting Dana uh-huh. after that fight and said, hey, Aldo won that fight. He gets the next title shot against me. Yeah, and I agree with that. <laughs> so, what I mean, what do you do? Do you give Aldo a title fight off of a loss, which we've seen happen before? Happen with we DC. We have seen happen before. Happen with DC. And not only DC, and but I think it Gus maybe. With, uh, like Gus versus it, DC. It might have, but it happened with somebody else too. Oh, I can't remember who it is. But with that being said, Marias' last it's fight before, regardless. Yeah, Marias's last fight was against Cejudo, and he lost. Like. Yeah. Pretty quickly, right? Like second round. Yeah. Just I believe second or third round. And it was like the same thing kind of like he yeah. he looked good in the first round and then he just got broke. Mm-hmm. You know, in the second round. And I'm pretty sure it was cuz uh Henry was chewing up his legs. Yeah, and that's, which I was surprised Aldo did not do. He he hasn't been throwing those leg kicks. Those Aldo leg kicks. In the past couple years. I don't know what's the deal with that. Yeah, maybe it's a I mean, might have an injury or something. Or I don't something. know, but um anyways, how do you feel? Would you give it to Aldo? coming off a loss i mean because i mean me personally i thought he won i wouldn't be mad at that I mean, fight yeah i would but that's just me you know Cause, I cause who would care. be who would be next in line i think it's a uh, aljo aljamain Al- sterling because faber just lost but wouldn't what wouldn't you say joseph benavidez because that's a different weight class henry, oh, henry said he's not trying to do you know defend what the 125 you're, you're right i wasn't even thinking of that weight class yeah henry's getting bigger like physically yeah, bigger so yeah. a lot of chael sonnen specifically I was watching his video on the fight, yeah. and he was saying, I don't think Henry's going back to 125 because he's looking pretty big nowadays. Huh. <laughs> and especially since, uh, you know, obviously if you listen to this and you're a UFC fan, you already know the results of the card. We're just recapping, but uh, Henry is basically saying, hey, what do you think of a triple or a quad C? Because now he wants to go up and fight uh, Volkanovski at 45. That would be hilarious. I have heard him yeah. talk about that. I mean, they're that. the same size, but... I think Volkanovski would <laughs> yeah. win. Yeah, because that 220-pound rugby player, like... Yeah. That's a different, that's a different animal, that, dude. dude. Yeah. yeah, that's a different animal. Yeah. He showed it. Yes, but we'll get into that one. Uh, <laughs> so, we will lead into the next fight. Which I want to say, um, this is the one that we uh, probably have the most disagreements on, out of the whole, <laughs> out of the whole card. Yeah, but as far as just overall thoughts on the fight. Yeah. Really. Um, but yeah. Uh, That's uh, the glory of uh, the fight game. Yeah. You're allowed to believe what you want, kind of yeah. thing. Or not really believe, but you know, you're allowed to <laughs> yeah. have your own opinion on yeah. certain things. Like you, you have alternative facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Jermaine Durandamain versus Amanda Nunez. Yes. Um. So, what? What do you What do you think of uh, round one? Uh, round one. It was a It was a horrible round. <laughs> oh yeah and okay i should say this but like with our disagreements um i can't say for sure because i don't know what goes on inside your head but i think there might be a little bit of subconscious uh bias against amanda because what for me yes 
Oh, there's none in my notes whatsoever. No, 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 no. I'm just saying subconsciously, like, because like, I've not ever heard you say like, "Oh, I want her to win this fight," or usually it's like, "Oh, I hope she loses this fight," or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that still doesn't take away like, you know, facts and stuff. Like, just because I don't like some uh, fight. No, 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 no. I I know that, but I'm saying like, as far as with just this fight goes, like, and when I say a subconscious bias, it's like. You're not act like you're not actively thinking about, uh, n- like negatively talking about her. You know what I mean? Does it make sense? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So, when she fought Rousey, you're like basically. Well, yeah, because I wasn't really a Amanda Nunes fan to begin yeah, with. Yeah, but at that's that what point. I'm saying. I know, but what I'm saying is I didn't even know who she was necessarily at that time. Like yeah. I'd seen her and shit, and I had seen her lose before. Yes. And that's why I was saying, like, you know, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm only getting, in, you know, I'm getting what everyone else is getting from uh, Rhonda's camp, and oh, she can knock out this person, that yeah. person. I think everyone else was getting caught up on the hype too, so that was where that came from. And then I think, you know, obviously we were we were all shown that night that yeah, Rhonda ain't shit when it comes to stand up, and Amanda is. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not the biggest Amanda Nunes fan, but that's just pure based off. Uh, I'm just not a a fan of her in general. Like, uh, I just don't care for her, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but see, and, and I'm allowed to be feel yeah, yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a, telling you that you're wrong in the way you feel. There's just more than just her, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure she's nice and all. Uh, yeah, but she's just not my cup of tea. I don't think she's really that. Uh, spectacular i mean yeah she does get really good fights and stuff but see i'm more of like a shevchenko yeah uh, type of person or yuana and stuff and i'm not saying they're better than her i'm just saying like those are my type of uh uh girl fighters that i like to watch yeah uh mana nunez is uh fun to watch uh but you know it's just like i said she's not 100 percent my cup of tea yeah uh doesn't mean she's bad yeah, I was just bringing that up just because, like you <clears throat> stated, that you're just not really a big fan of her at all. Yeah. And I was only bringing it up specifically to this fight because I've heard you in the past say time and time again that you weren't a fan of her. Oh, no. And every fight that she's been in that we've watched ever since you've been vocal about <laughs> I do bet not being her, a fan. Yeah. Exactly. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're right oh, or no, wrong no, in no, the way no. you're feeling. But I'm just saying that I think that's where a subconscious bias comes in with just our opinions on this fight specifically. Yeah, if my bias was anywhere, it would be on the fact that I always do bet against her. I will say yeah. that. Uh, but, I mean, when it comes down to uh, stating if she's the GOAT or not, like, I'll always say, like, yeah, Amanda Nunes is the GOAT, yeah. you know. Uh, I'll never disclaim that. She's worked hard for everything she's had. And I got all these uh, goat notes right here. <laughs> oh, trust me. I do too. I got like... I don't even know. <laughs> no, I, I got some external goat notes <laughs> from overnight. <clears throat> but um, anyways, the reason I wanted to bring that up is because whether or not people thought that this fight was boring or exciting... You thought that it was... I don't want to put words in your mouth. but I, mean, it was, I could tell you what I thought. That, that's what I'm saying. So it was something along the lines of, like, 
you thought that she didn't look good or something along those lines in this fight. I thought for in Amanda Nunes' performance, it was not one of her best. Okay. And I thought for the way she talked about this fight and how she would be able to handle it, I don't think she handled it like she said she would. And I feel for someone of her caliber, she could have uh, maybe presented more of a threat, uh, especially on the ground, uh, than what she did. And especially I, in rounds four and five. I heard the term lay and pray a lot in this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say at certain points in the fight, I did feel like Amanda did just, you know, she had the top position, so yeah. she just, she wanted to catch her breath, so she laid there, and she just peppered some sh- uh, rib shots here and there, and I mean, you saw, uh, who was it, Keith Peterson? Was that who it was? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you saw him. He he, he was one. He can't wait to stand yeah. this one up. <laughs> Just speaking <laughs> for him the entire night. Yeah. Look, we're looking at DC. Yeah. He's looking at the monitor, not even looking at Keith. <laughs> yeah. And Keith's just like. <laughs> He's ready to stand this one up. Yeah. That's, that shit was funny. Classic DC. But no, I mean, it just. When I say lay and pray, I don't mean like she was literally just laying there and like, you know, I'm just going to take it easy. But when I expect. When the goat is the title goat is given to you, I don't expect I expect more than just the lay down and pepper some shots. You know, where are those heavy elbows, those heavy GSP elbows. Yeah. I mean, she that I know she's capable of doing. Oh, she did. Yeah, but she did get some good ones. I'm just saying she could have split that shit open. She was threatening submissions, but then it was like she would almost stop, and I would look and I'd be like, why would she stop? You know, it was almost like uh, I can understand threatening one submission to get the other because that's you know what a lot of uh martial artists do they'll threaten one thing to get something else but yeah it was almost like she wasn't doing that and that's the things that i said uh, i was disappointed in not seeing yeah i feel like in that situation not saying you're wrong by any means no you're fine i feel like uh when she was setting up those kind of submissions but not really following through with them uh-huh i think it might have been could have possibly been a tactic of like, let me fake this submission. Like, hey, she's looking for a submission. And when you're thinking about that submission, that opens up yeah. a, a big shot from the top or some ground and pound. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think it may have been something like that. But I mean, Jermaine was showing a lot of... She was showing a lot more skill on the bottom than what she did in their first fight. Yeah. But at the same time, there was instances where I'm like... Damn, girl, are you even going to try to get yeah. up? I mean, like, she did threaten a couple of submissions. I do know that. One or two of them. Who, Jermaine? Yeah. I think yeah. she might have been trying to set up a triangle once or twice. Yeah, uh, I think she got a, a, a mounted belt. Uh, triangle again. Oh, okay. Uh, like, um, who got that? Oh, Chase Hooper. He got the mounted triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah against I think Tamer. she got uh, the same uh, the same thing. Um, Which I thought was tight until I saw how the head was slipping through. Yeah. Look like a baby. <laughs> Look yeah. like a baby giving birth, reverse birth or something. Yeah. So uh all right, so what did you think of round 1? Um Round 1, I thought it was really good. I thought both girls were uh uh starting to get a good exchange going. I thought it was slow like a slow start, but the build up led to uh, some good exchanges that led to Nunez getting her first takedown. And I think that first takedown was simply just to show uh, Duranamine that, hey, 
I can still take you down. Yeah. Um, so remember that, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Nunes got the t- Nunez got the takedown. Uh, but Duranamine uh, got out and uh, gained control in the clinch. Uh, and started to uh, issue some tie boxing, uh, which you know Amanda went for another takedown afterwards, and uh, started some ground and pound. Um, that's when Nunez first started threatening submissions, um, which and, I thought uh, Durandamy had really good uh, submission defense. Yeah, and good scrambles too on the ground. That was also. The round when, or sorry, excuse me, that wasn't the exact round, but that was when Durandamine was starting to get really nice up kicks on Amanda, yeah. and uh, uh, you know there was some good ground and pound mixed in there as well. Um, Durandamine got the separation and uh, managed to uh, survive through uh, round one, because uh, near the end, I know. It was looking like it could have uh, uh, been bad for her. Yeah. Uh, I know Amanda was starting to uh, get some of the upper hand on her. <clears throat> so, uh, round one, I felt was uh, a really good feeling out process, as well as, you know, Amanda was able to get that uh, takedown and showed her, like, hey, you know, I got you still uh, if I want to. Um, I liked how aggressive that she was, Amanda. Yes. In the first round, and she had, I think, really good octagon control. Uh, like you said, the takedown and uh, submission attempts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would feel the same as me in this one, but I thought it was a pretty dominant first round. But that was specifically because how early the takedown was, how long she was on top of her. I would say dominant because there was multiple takedowns and. Uh, the takedowns that she had, she was applying a uh, really good ground and pound. And even when uh, Duranamine was able to get up. How many takedowns did you have for Amanda in the first? Um, I only have see. one written down here. My numbers add up with uh, UFC's total uh, takedown count. But I, I could I be got, off in my count. I got two takedowns in round one. Because I got one in the first... Two in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, and one in the last. Because I have that she got the Nunez got the takedown, then she Dramani got out and they started clinching, and then that's when Amanda got another takedown on okay. her. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they were counting the same takedowns as me, but I got two. Yeah, takedowns. I'm not sure because I I looked after the fact. Mm. By the way, I, it's not like I was like. Not trying to set you up. Or yeah, no, nah, I was literally yeah. writing as I was watching. Yeah, so. like I said, I got the goat notes and I went over their uh, stats as well for the fight, mm. and their uh, takedown number matched up the same as mine. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I was watching the fights and I was yeah just writing down. I don't. Know, maybe they didn't think one of them was a takedown. They but look. I wouldn't have wrote down takedown if it didn't look like a takedown. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I'm know, not, maybe I'm they, not uh, putting you on the spot or nothing. Uh, I, I was, care. I was just curious because I only had one written down. So I thought you had saw something that I didn't. 
Not saying that you didn't, but like also like you said, they could just be not scoring that one for some odd reason. Yeah, I, I don't see everything that goes on because I'm in the middle of taking yeah. my notes while I'm looking back and forth. And well, you see how sloppy these are. I'm not even looking at them <laughs> yeah. half the time. Mine's all shitty and like blocked yeah. out and shit. <laughs> Uh, so I mean I, I could go back and rewatch But I had two takedowns in round one Yeah fuck it we'll just go with it you know, uh, We're not official UFC yeah. We're the alternative yeah. facts here we're, we're better than UFC Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, So round two uh, Both girls come out swinging uh, Amanda did look like she may have been a little slower Like yeah. her punches were starting to get a little slower uh, I I don't know if that was from, you know, the aggression in round one. Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Definitely put in some work in round one. Yeah. As far as energy-wise. And round two was when Amanda got staggered by uh, Durandamine. Was it that up kick or was it standing? It was standing at okay. that point. So I know she got rocked once or twice, or at least twice. Yeah, and that's when uh, they both started tra- uh, trading, but... I'd say Durandamane was definitely getting the better of the oh, Especially the in the clinch. Yes. Had some good knees in the clinch, good uh, cage control in the clinch, and octagon control in this round. Yes. Amanda did get the takedown. Uh, Which I have two in this one. Yes. Okay. But Durandamane just held on to Nunez until she got the stand-up, uh, thanks to Keith Peterson. <laughs> yeah, he was just waiting <laughs> yeah, to stand up. Like DC said. <laughs> I also liked Amanda's uh, submission defense in that round because I'm pretty sure that's when she was. Yeah, uh, I think Dur- it was. Durandamy was threatening the uh, triangles from the uh, bottom. Uh, <clears throat> Durandamane pressured Nunez a lot uh, near the middle of that round and uh, gets the tie clinch uh, and it starts hitting Nunez with some hard shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nunez ends up reversing the position and gets a, another takedown. Um, Nunez, that I feel like that's when Nunez was starting to look tired, uh, and she was starting to. But that was also when she was starting to try different submissions. I think she was uh, threatening uh, what the Americana or uh, Nunez uh, or Nunez. I think yeah, I think she went for a couple uh, Camoras and okay, some, Camora, uh, some also Americanas. Yeah. Um, but she was starting to look tired by the end of that round, and I yeah. think they spent the rest of that round on the ground, right? Yeah, they spent most of this fight on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that's what I had for round two. Yep, that's pretty much all I had. I, you know, I liked the uh, she had she had the two takedowns and the submission defense, but I thought uh, Jermaine. I want to say that I would give it to Jermaine just from the uh, damage that uh-huh. she put out. And uh, the octagon control and the clinch and all that. But I can't remember specifically how long that one was on the ground because, you know, that kind of... And that's this thing, too. It's like I would almost, from what I remember, I would almost give it to Durandamain from uh, this, how she stunned Nunez the multiple times. Yeah. Uh, even with the takedowns. But at the same time, I can't remember off the top of the head. Uh, and who knows how the judges scored. Uh, yeah, that round. Um, round three. I think this is where it starts to get a little uh, lay and pray for you. Uh, lay pray. I wouldn't necessarily say 
100% round three, but near the end. I'm, I'm just saying, like, starting. starting. Yeah, well, and that's what I have <clears throat> in my notes is uh, my, the first thing I have written down is that Amanda did look visibly tired coming yeah. uh, into the third round. Uh, and But I could see that Durandamain was noticing as well, and uh, she was starting to pressure uh, uh, Nunez more. Yeah. Uh, but she ended up getting taken down because of that pressure, I felt. Yeah. And uh, Those takedowns were there all night. Yes, and Nunez started to get to get the ground and pound again. And uh, one thing I noticed when she started to uh, get the ground and pound, and that's why I say I don't really count round three as a, her start to lay and pray, was because she started to staple uh, Durandamain's arm down yeah. and almost work her way into a crucifix. And that's the type of stuff that, you know, I feel uh, when you asked me, you know, about that, uh, that question earlier, that's the stuff that I would expect the GOAT to, yeah. you know, when she has the position, that's the stuff that I want to see. Um, but then again, I mean, she could have been tired and shit. I'm just <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. if she was tired, that's yeah. still, you know, that's what I saw. We can get into those details yeah. after we finish these <laughs> rounds up. Which, by the way, remind me after we wrap this up. I think I forgot to mention the uh, points for Aldo and Marais. I'm not 100%. I know that we said that we'd picked uh, Marais to win, but he lost. I don't know if we went over the uh, actual points that we got. Marais won. Yeah. But I don't know if we went over our points. Fuck it, I'll just say it. We got... One point each for that one. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say, I thought you did, but... Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. So, like, as soon as we started this one, I saw the points, yeah. and I was like, oh, fuck, did I announce those? Um, the well-oiled machine continues on. So, Nunes stapled uh, Durandamain's arm and was looking for, like, the crucifix or something. And uh, she... <laughs> what? Or something. The only reason I say something is because she... <laughs> looking for the crucifix or something. <laughs> she was looking for other submissions as yeah. well. That's what I was meaning. <laughs> that sounded like the most not caring sentence. You're a mess. Uh, no. Or something. <laughs> I didn't want to say crucifix because she necessarily wasn't going for. The you need to crucifix. send in your fucking application for an analyst job I at should. UFC. Could you imagine me yeah, talking first. next to DC and yeah. all them? Oh They're shit, DC, she's going for a, a, a crucifix or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Greg. <laughs> Keith Peter, uh, yeah, Keith Peterson's waiting to stand this one up. And and uh uh what the fuck's his name? Uh Jimmy Smith's just at home like they fired me and they yeah. let this guy on. They let me work two events and now I'm <laughs> gotta watch this. Uh but we are on uh four, right? Or three? Uh, round three. Okay. Uh Nunez staples the arms, threatening submissions, uh getting really good ground and pound in. Uh, but still st re looking really tired. Uh, Duranamain is trying to hold on uh, and attacking from the bottom at the same time. Uh, and I think round three is actually when Nunes takes that massive up kick. Yeah. That looked like it stunned her. Yeah, real that was rough. Good. Yeah. And we kept saying it. 
Because yeah. we've been seeing people eat those up kicks recently and look what knocked out Vic. Yeah. And what was funny was her corner was telling her respect yeah, w- yeah, those up Watch kicks. out for it. And she's like, Yeah. She didn't care. And you could see in it it showed. Yeah. Uh Read what you so and she got real hurt from that up kick. Yeah, she was like, Can you feed um, me one of those while I'm coming in? Because uh yeah. those heels look pretty tasty. Uh Duranamain tried to push up uh to stand, but she ends up getting taken down again. Uh that's you know, basically where the round ends. Yeah. Both girls get up, they both look visibly tired. Um Do you have anything for that round or Um just the, you know, the two takedowns that Amanda got, the top control that Amanda had, even after she got the up kick, you know. Man, uh, that up kick. It was perfect. Dude. It was, was cocked. Dude, it was cocked back. And I was like, look at that thing. It's cocked back. And that's when she went in yes. and got kicked right in the jaw. Buckled. Yeah. Dude, we both thought she w- she could have been almost done. Yeah. And I think if Duranamain would have realized how bad she had her hurt in that moment and she would have scrambled... She could have got out of the position or even possibly a top position, and who knows where that could have uh, placed the fight. But that's the inexperience. The grip, yes, you know? exactly. I, I mean, obviously, she's you know a good the, fighter. The inexperience would on fuck the ground. me up. Yeah, because I mean, let's get real. Amanda Nunes, yeah, that's what I'm talking black about. belt jujitsu, and then I I don't know the Iron Ladies. Uh, you know, I don't know her rank when it comes to uh, DC said blue belt but I don't know if he was just saying that as a comparison yeah, yeah. Uh, so I can't say but if DC's saying it we'll just go with what he's saying yeah he would know skill wise at least you <laughs> yeah. know uh, did you want to start off round four um visibly I think uh, Durand and me was head hunting <laughs> cause she knew that uh she had a really good up kick in the last round a little bit more aggressive. But once again, Amanda had a takedown back on top. Had the pepper and lay and pray rib shots. Uh, me got back up to the feet. Amanda gets another takedown. Some more uh, ground and pound peppered shots, as you would say. And also me had another, uh, I, I want to say it was a triangle attempt. And, uh, yeah, I thought she was starting to do a little bit better on the ground, but still just kind of laying there, not really doing too much, yeah. you know, trying to get out of things. And I wanted to say, uh, before we got to the end of this one, is uh, it it's almost seemed like the difference in striking on the feet was the same as the difference in uh, grappling on the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Uh I thought both women came out hard uh, in round four, even though they both looked visibly tired. Uh, Nunez did get the takedown. uh, And uh, she continued to dominate from the top. Um, But I also thought she was starting to do a little bit of laying and praying to where that's when she started to just kind of hold top position, not really try to uh, get any 
any type of other position, side control. Basically points in this round. Yeah. She was trying to get points. Yeah, she just laid there and just peppered some shots to the ribs. And she knew she wasn't going to... She knew that Durana Main wasn't going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and that's that's where my complaining started to come in was because it's just like... You're, I'm seeing these other three rounds where yeah. Nunez is getting her down and she's attempting these different things. She's doing these... Uh, you know, submissions and stuff. And then I'm seeing these rounds where she's just kind of, uh, like I said, almost laying and praying. I don't want to call yeah. laying and praying, but I call it that because that's what just everyone calls that shit. Yeah. I, I thought it was a uh, calculated uh, move. Very well calculated move. Mm-hmm. Because... Well, I mean, it was because, like you said, uh, it's almost like their their equivalence on the uh standing was almost reversed with the ground where Durandamain was getting the better of Nunez on the stand up. Yeah. And Nunez was getting the better of Durandamain on the ground. Yeah. And I think uh because Durandamain She was definitely playing it smart, not to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh Durandamain wasn't really doing a whole bunch on the ground, so I think Amanda knew that hey, this is a uh, She's not going anywhere, so let me just work on getting points more than trying to get a finish because I knew, or I think she knew that she was tired and that if she's trying to go for a finish, that's energy that she's going to be wasting this late on in the fight. And if uh, Keith did stand it back up and she was wasting all that energy to try to get a submission or something, then she's going to be really tired on the feet. So I feel like it was a calculated move, whether or not people think that it was boring or, you know I what I mean? I think it was calculated in the sense of she knew her gas tank was shot. Uh, she knew that she could control the random So as long as she could continue to gain points, like you said, and, uh, uh, spit down the wrong hole. <laughs> gotta love that. Yeah. Um, as long as she can continue to gain points on Durandamain and maintain top position, you know, why should she have to, uh, exceed all that energy? But at the same time, you know, for her to talk so highly about, you know, how she finished her before and how that, you know she's gonna get her this time and stuff to see her get outclassed on the feet like we've never seen in a long time or something that we haven't seen in a long time i shouldn't say or i should say yeah because it's been a while yeah and then to just show great ground uh ground game for the first couple rounds and then to just you know start to i'm gonna lay here and just get some points yeah but not uh uh, transition to any other position other than, uh, you know, staying in guard basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's where I started to get a little disappointed because I understand it's a, ga- a, a, you know, a game plan and all that stuff, but I don't know. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more work in the sense of throwing a submission here and there. Cause I don't think from here on out there were any submissions being uh, attempted. I think it was just pop shots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a, uh, 
I feel like it, you know, towards the, the fourth and the fifth round, I think, that it pretty much just became like a fight smart type situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like taking the safe route. <clears throat> Didn't want to take chances. I think she knew the first three or the first uh, or the first round and the third round was for, were uh, for sure uh for Nunez. Yeah, she knew she had at least two and she knew that she needed to get the other the rest to to win. Yeah, cuz I think she thought that she was ahead on points and decided to go the safe route. Um one thing I did notice though by the end of round 4 was that I did notice Amanda was gassed. Oh, like yeah. she looked probably the most visibly drained we've seen her in a fight in a in a long time. Uh just because I mean she's so used to just Beating the shit out of women. Well, you think she'd be a little bit more conditioned from yeah, carrying all that gold around. <laughs> well, that's one thing I was uh, a little surprised about was just her cardio in this fight wasn't what she's I a big was girl, expecting. Though, you know? Well, I know she's a big girl, but that's what I'm saying is there's other fighters like uh, you know Cyborg, even Jermaine uh, Duranamain herself, yeah. like who are also big and uh, they just. They didn't even look uh, as gassed uh, in some of their fights going into these rounds. I yeah, mean, well, I Cyborg's know a, cyborg, a man, basically, yeah. fighting women. So, <laughs> And Duran, to me, I mean... It, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, in this fight, she probably didn't look as tired because she wasn't doing much work. She was just laying on her back yeah. a lot. Well, the Misha Tate fight, how many rounds was that one with uh, Nunes? <laughs> I want to say two or three. Two or three rounds. Okay, I thought that went to like four. Uh, no, because she was beating a, a Tate's ass yeah, right from the bad. rip. So that's why I was wondering if you think that Tate gave up because we talked about that while we were watching oh, the yeah, fight. Oh, yeah, I think she gave up. It was a rear naked choke sure. that wasn't even under the chin whatsoever, yeah. and it was just kind of like a nasty neck crank. Yeah. And just the look on her face looked like, man. And Tate even said that Nunez was the hardest woman to punch her in the face yeah. ever. So that right there. No no shame in losing to the goat. Yeah. Uh, so going into round five, basically I had Nunez immediately goes for a takedown, uh, begins to lay and pop shots uh, for the first two minutes. And then that's when, after the first two minutes of the fifth round, she starts to uh, pick up the pace. Uh, uh, she starts to pick up the pace about halfway into the round five. And as far then, as ground and pound. Yeah. Uh, as showing a little bit more, you know, instead of just laying there and popping shots, you know, her shots were starting to get heavier. Uh, she still wasn't showing any submissions, but her shots in general. Because I think Keith Peterson was also right there telling yeah. her, uh, you know, show work. Yeah. You better throw um, more than that or I'm standing it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically that's how the fight ended was uh, uh, Jermaine Duranamain on the ground. Uh, and uh, Nunes, you know, on top. And uh, Nunez won via unanimous decision. Yes, and you had Jermaine Durandamy winning by round three knockout. I had Jermaine or uh, Nunez winning by round two knockout. But uh, I got one point. Yep. You got Zilch. 
And so <clears throat> another thing that I think that we disagreed on is that I, like I said earlier, whether or not it was a boring fight in some people's eyes or not. I didn't think it was a boring fight. Like I said, I may have, or I'm not going to interrupt you uh, for too long, but I may have uh, said I don't like Nunez, but she definitely puts on good fights. Yeah, and I was going to say I felt that, like I said, not saying you specifically, but just overall, whether people thought it was entertaining or not, on paper, it was a dominant, dominant fight. So I, I have all the official UFC stats right here. That's the only reason I'm saying that. It was dominant, but dominant on paper. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So if you're physically watching it, you would understand why someone would say, you know, hey, these last, the, the later rounds might be a little bit on the lazier side. Yeah. But on paper, oh, for sure, she she dominated. Like, yeah, uh, the she, amount of sh- shots thrown, the amount of control time uh, from. That's the only one it didn't show for some reason. Control I, time? Yeah, because I was trying to see who had what control time. I know Amanda had almost like half all the rounds. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's the only one it wasn't showing the stats for. So, overall strikes, Nunez uh, landed 199. Uh, me landed 126. Oh, wow. That's more than I expected for her, honestly. But she was fighting from the bottom uh, a decent amount. I wish she would have done a little bit more, too. So, Nunez landed 73 more total strikes. Uh she landed 39 more significant strikes, throwing 79 total over Durandamy. Durandamy had four, uh, 40 significant strikes, which is usually what the judges and everybody see as like the ones that like are mo- the most effective, cause damage and all that. Yeah. Um, Nunez had eight takedowns out of, I do believe, 11 for a 73% rate Yeah. to Durandamy's uh, zero. But I did see that Durandamy had a more, uh, what was it, uh, passes, more passes than uh, yes, Nunez. She had three passes, and that's what I'm saying. Was it didn't seem like Nunez was trying to do terribly too much from the bottom or yeah. from the top. Uh, and it said she only had two submissions. I don't. Do you agree with that? I thought I could have sworn she tried Durandamy? more than two. No, uh, Nunez. Um, well, I saw her grabbing for some, you know. But you don't know but, if they were. But that's what I'm saying. It's like setting it up to try to keep yeah. their, like, oh, fuck, she's going for the submission to open it up for a strike. But you know what you I mean? They w- you don't think they should consider that? Like if she's starting but to like we were put saying, her hands in place? And... Like we were saying with the takedown earlier, we don't know how they're calling it, you know. Because I true. definitely saw more what I would call setups and shit. Yes, I agree. Um, Definitely on the feet, Durandamy was uh, getting it. She had the, uh, I think it's uh, the 19 significant strikes compared to Amanda's 15. In the clinch, Amanda had two strikes compared to Durandamy's 12. And then on the ground, the significant strikes, Amanda with 62 and Durandamy with 9. Yeah. So, all I'm saying is on paper, it's a dominant win. Whether people thought it was boring, whether they thought it was entertaining, I've definitely personally seen more entertaining ground fights but oh i've definitely seen more entertaining amanda nunez fights but nonetheless it was a good fight amanda nunez retains her title yes 
And uh, it's on to the next one. I wanted to say... It is what it is, man. I wanted to say I think this one definitely (coughs) cements Nunez as the women's goat. And the reason I say that... Let me bring this up real quick. Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... Because I was looking at all the weight classes that she's fought in. Um... She is currently the featherweight and the bantamweight champion. Uh, she has beat Jermaine Durand to me twice with one finish. Cyborg one finish. Those are the only two featherweight champions other than her. Bantamweight champions, uh, she's finished all of them. She finished Rousey, finished Holm, finished Tate. And then I was like, well, that's the only two weight classes she fights at. So I'm looking at Amanda's record. The current strawweight champion... Uh, Valentina Shevchenko lost twice to Amanda by decision. So out of but those were very close, and they could have almost yeah. been split. Like they almost could have been draws, and at least the second one could have, in my opinion. Yeah, but you know, I bet you uh, Shevchenko could probably beat her now. Only one way to find out. But go back and uh, have another champ fight. She could yeah. be a triple champ. Because yeah, that's the. That's just what was impressive to me is that she's fought. Oh no, and her two weight classes. Yeah, and her two weight classes. She beat all the champions. Yeah, she's not fighting anybody that's like. Yeah. Oh, this is. We don't have many people in this weight class. We're just gonna throw her at her. No, she's fighting all the main <laughs> yeah. people. Yep. So that's pretty much. I just thought it was an impressive. Uh, yeah. List of names that she had. She's definitely like the Anderson Silva of the female generation, but yeah, at the same hopefully time, not cheating on steroids. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> she's well, not hopefully, but she's the first gener like not really the first generation, but she's like near the first uh, generation of women to pioneer into the sport to where like wait until the next wave you know, of women coming through to where new talent can start coming through because we're going to start seeing, you know, these women that have been doing it, you know, almost their whole life. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, these younger women that have, they're starting to get into it and they've spent, you know, a, a good chunky uh, time uh, learning the craft. Yeah. Because uh, I guarantee there's going to be more women out there. There, There's not many, many women out there now like Nunez and Cyborg that have that punching power that can just knock out uh, anyone in their division. But they're definitely out there and they, you know, they will make their way uh, into the ranks. And that's when we'll start to see like the women's division start to really evolve uh, to where it's like, you're almost watching two guys fighting to where it's like, I mean, it's already leaps and bounds better than two years ago. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I mean, we're getting to the point of women are are knocking each other out because I remember there was a time where it was just almost every female fight, <laughs> yeah, decision, not to decision, be disrespectful, decision, decision. but we're all decisions and yeah. there's nothing wrong with those. But it was like uh, the power wasn't there, but now the power is starting to get there for these women. They're starting to get that training and uh, learning the proper techniques to so all this the, uh, the stuff, and uh, it's really evolving. And I can't wait yeah. to see where it's uh, where it's at in the future. So, with that being said, on to the next fight. Yep. Or did you go, we already went over the points? Uh, yes, but just in case. Uh, 
I didn't get any. You got two. Two. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I had Nunez round two KO. You had Jermaine round three KO. But Nunez won by decision. So I got one point. Okay. I was about to say, you said two. So, okay. So you got one. I said two points. Yeah, you said yeah, you I got two. One. I okay. One. You got one. All I right. think I was reading the round two underneath. Oh, my gotcha. Name. <laughs> um. Okay, so Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky, and I think you and me kind of thought the same thing ever since we kind of saw this fight uh, come to fruition. Yeah. And that was that uh, Alexander Vol- Volkanovsky was going to come through, and he managed to do it by unanimous decision. Yeah, little rugby. Yeah, to become the... Uh, uh, the new champion. Yep. Champion. 145. The new champion. <laughs> uh, would you like to start us off with round one? Um, I thought Max had really good range in uh, round one. I was like, <clears throat> So I noticed that he wasn't coming out with the volume like he usually does. So I think he kind of wanted to gauge how Volkanovski was going to fight. You know? And also... Volkanovski is a great counter puncher, counter striker rather. And uh I think Max knew that he couldn't rush in with all that volume right off the rip. Yeah. Wanted to kind of see how things were going to go at first and then uh thought Volkanovski landed uh, some good uh good big shots in the first round. Yeah, I definitely felt like Holloway was feeling out, but I feel that's where his biggest flaw was because Volkanovski was not going to give him the time to feel out. Yeah. Uh, I round one I had it to where both guys uh, they got to the center of the cage pretty quick and uh, I noticed that Max started to pressure Alex um, at first uh, they started to go back and forth yeah. uh, pretty good uh, and then that's when I noticed that Alex started to hold the center and uh, he would wait for Max to come to him <coughs> People are going to think we're dying. Yeah. Goff a lot. All oh, this German, or German shit. I always say that because people always. look at you, are racist. People always say, oh, All these crowds around a, here. You got a German shepherd? It's like, no, I got a husky. It's like, I always yeah. got to correct them because they think I got a German shepherd. <laughs> no, I got a husky German yeah. shepherd. It's fat. <laughs> no, all this hair. Uh, let's see. Uh, but I noticed that. He was waiting for Alex to, or not Alex, he was waiting for Max to uh, come to him, to the yeah. center. And then that's when uh, uh, I noticed that's when they held the center of the cage and were just throwing bombs. And uh, Alex, in particular, was throwing some heavy, <laughs> yeah, dude, he heavy was swinging shots. for the fences. And... Uh, uh, he he was chasing Max until eventually he got a clinch uh, uh, that Max was eventually able to uh, get under hooks and get yeah. out of. But uh, the fight ended in the center of the cage, which that's one thing I did notice about this entire fight was that it particularly particularly stayed in the center of yeah. the cage the entire time yeah no we didn't really see many ground uh ground game even though there were some uh takedowns uh threatened but uh, overall it was it was basically center and a lot of pressure uh round two i had it both guys stand at the center and throw 
uh, and Alex was getting the better uh, out of Max in the exchanges. Uh, um, Holloway was taking some really hard shots in that round. Yeah. And uh, leg kicks. Yeah. <laughs> Legs were getting ate up. Uh, Yeah, and that's one thing I was going to say was uh, Alex was taking some hard leg kicks, but it was almost like they weren't even affecting him. And I know that uh, Max was too. Yeah. But I feel like he was having a harder time with hiding them, especially in his his step. It reminded me of Diaz because he's like kind of on that front leg, Yeah, you know? <clears throat> um, I I thought okay, so I noticed that Max was like still being a little bit more patient in this round as far as volume goes. Yeah, it was like he was wasn't pulling the trigger. Well, at, at this point, I thought it was part of the game plan, like he was going to try to be reserved, and then later on in the fight, after uh, Volkanovski was been throwing the big shots, starts to wear down a little bit. Max turns up the volume and gets it back. You know what I mean? And that's what I was thinking too, and that's. Uh, like I was uh, saying with round one, I feel like that was almost a part of the downfall. Is he was <laughs> yeah. starting off too slow, where Volkanovski's like, dude, I'm pushing pace in the entire time. Yeah. So I do agree with you on that. Yep, and once again, uh, I thought uh, Volkanovski adding those leg kicks in on Max and landing big bombs on top of that. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, dude, he's gonna Holloway's gonna have a long night if he don't get something going on. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got for the uh, second round. Things that stuck out to me. Uh, what'd you get for round three? Um, so I thought uh, Max started getting some really good counters when Volkanovski was coming in on the exchanges. Uh, still not really putting the volume on. Uh, just seemed kind of like he was counterfighting. Um, Volkanovski seemed to put the pressure on a little bit more. Still sticking with that leg kick, chopping at the legs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is a halfway through the fight and Max still really ain't (laughs) getting over on the scorecards. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed as well is they still continue to trade, uh, but Max was still being outstruck. It was like for every punch Max would throw, Volkanovski would throw two to three more. (laughs) He was fighting like a champion. Yes. And (laughs) I'm meant to be here. Alex definitely picked up the pace uh, for round three and uh, started to chase after Holloway. Uh, And one thing I have to say was Volkanovski was just showing such high-level striking and uh, evasiveness. Like, he was just... He was ducking and weaving phenomenally, like, just... Putting that finesse on it. Yes, exactly, and just... The striking in general, there was power behind them, and they were precise. It was almost, I don't want to say it was exactly like uh, Conor McGregor striking. <laughs> yeah, when you said precise with power, I was like, I know where he's going with this. But yeah, <laughs> it, it did remind me of some some of uh, Conor's yeah. shots. You know, they were they were picked with precision. You know, they weren't yeah. just thrown, uh, cutting the extra fat off there. Yes, uh, right off the top, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, another thing is he stunned Max with uh, a few good shots. He stunned him a couple times uh, in that round and uh, just continued to set a high pace that I felt 
Max was having a hard time with maintaining. Uh, Max was almost uh, in a rushed state and he almost had a rushed look on his face like yeah he, he has a rush nickname too yeah <laughs> uh, <clears throat> he looked very tired by the end of uh the round mm-hmm max's gas yeah is he running on fumes at this point gassed max uh <laughs> i would i wouldn't say necessarily yeah, not, fumes, yeah it wasn't gassed yeah i think it was just having a rough night yeah uh, round four. Uh, once again, Alex continues to keep pace. <laughs> Lando's bombs. Yeah. Uh, Max is uh, Max is still on Alex. He's uh, he's starting to chase after Alex a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and Alex attempts a takedown. Nice level change. Yeah, and, and I feel like it wasn't necessarily to take him down like if he took him down cool but if he didn't i feel like it was also a little bit of that mentality of like yeah. hey i think I'm it was just the mind game yeah. yeah like oh you thought this was all i was gonna do yeah well, here's this game changer in round four just when you think you might be about to turn up that volume yeah and the tank down <clears throat> attempt even though he didn't get it it did lead to a clinch into the fence yes. and uh <clears throat> Uh, Max did though get a really good combination out of it, and uh, Alex was able to bounce back and uh, started to slow Max <coughs> down uh, even more. Yeah, uh, they started to trade, and uh, that's when Max started to get the better out of uh, Volkanovski. Uh, but he once again, Volkanovski was able to bounce back and. Uh, that's when the round basically came to an end. So I would say round four, Holloway was able to get some good combinations off near the latter part of the round. But overall, I would say Volkanovski still uh, overall outdid uh, Holloway. Yeah. <clears throat> so would you like to take us into round five? Uh, You know, round number five. I think is when, uh, you know, Max finally started turning up the volume. Uh, but, you know, too little too late, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Volkanovski stuck around with the big shots. Uh, and I want to say that he kind of strayed away from the leg kicks a little bit. And I also thought that he had really good head movement for when Max was turning up the volume. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, slipping, ducking. And Dodging, when he was, diving. Uh, when he was getting stuck, he was able to get out of there and get his uh, shit together pretty quick. Yeah. And able to pop off some shots that landed their mark to let Max know, like, hey, don't come in. I'm yeah. hurt, but I'm still able to hurt you. Yeah, I, I mean, because I'm a fan of Holloway, but I would say that Chad Mendez probably got a little bit more power in his shots. Yeah. And, you know, Volkanovski can survive getting dropped a couple times by Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was okay with uh, you know, Max. Even you know, not saying Max can't knock somebody out. Max but. was definitely starting to get heavier hands as the rounds yeah. went on because I think he was starting to see like, damn, this is uh this is definitely some shit. I did notice that uh Volkanovski was slowing down just a tad. Yes. But I mean, looked great Still for a fucking five pace, round fight. But yeah. Looked great in a five round fight, championship fight. Mm-hmm. 
Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, what all I got on that fight. I had uh, that it was basically like the the rest of the other round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they went to the center. Uh, Same story, different round. Yeah, they were both maintaining pressure on each other. Uh, and one thing I noticed about that round in particular was it was very verbal. They were talking yeah, to each other. smiling, having a good uh, time. I noticed uh, Alex was saying to Max, I'm good, like stamina-wise. Yeah. I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm all good. I can keep going type of thing, <laughs> yeah. like just fucking with them. Uh, Alex was holding the center of the uh, octagon. <clears throat> Max threatened with a staining guillotine at one point. Uh, or at least it looked like he was trying or about yeah. to. Uh, and then that's when I feel like Max started to hunt down Alex a little bit. Because, uh, like you said, Alex was kind of phys- vi- or, uh, visibly. Yeah, visibly starting to show that he was uh, getting tired. Uh, they both end up staying in the center and trading again. And uh, that's when Alex threatens with another takedown. Uh. Uh, Max was chasing Alex uh, because Alex was starting to show. Yeah. uh, And uh, Alex did look at the clock. That was one thing I did notice. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was like the last 20 seconds or something like that. He did look up. (sighs) And when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, no, like this... This could be the beginning of the end if Holloway, you know, starts flurrying in. Uh, but I think he ended up clinching Max against the cage. And uh, that's when Max tried to do his little Hail Mary uh, at the last 10. And <laughs> yeah. that's when, you know, they gave the unanimous decision to Alexander Volkanovsky. And it was a, a hard-fought fight, but he definitely oh yeah, definitely won that shit. And I would have been highly disappointed if the judges gave it to That'd Holloway. A- I like Holloway, but he did not win that fight. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you had Volkanovski winning by round one knockout. I had Volkanovski winning by a decision. You were rewarded one point, me two. Okay, nice. Um, I wanted to ask you this one real quick before we go on to the next uh, fight. So we were talking last night about whether or not Holloway is deserved a immediate rematch. What do you feel about that? About Holloway? Yeah, getting a rematch. Um, Immediate rematch. I mean, I know Dana says he wants them to. Uh... Me, personally, I don't really care if he does or not. Like, I can understand if he did because Holloway reigned that division Yeah. Uh, for a decent chunk. Uh, and he's beaten a lot of, you know, high-level guys. You know, it could have just been an off-night kind of thing. But at the same time, I also wouldn't be disappointed if Alex wanted to move on to somebody else just because he did defeat Holloway in such a dominating fashion. Yeah. Like I said, throughout all rounds, for every one shot Holloway threw, uh, Alex threw at least two to three more. So, I don't know. I'm I'm indifferent in it, in all honesty. So, I could go either way. I agree with you for the most part. 
Um, I would lean a little bit more on a rematch. Yeah, just because, like, for example, like it would be a good fight regardless, and I know Alex would probably accept it. Yeah, because no, I feel like that's warranted because it's not like he was on a huge tear until he fought Dustin. Yeah, and that was in a different weight class, so it, he didn't even have a loss in his weight, but a loss is a loss. Yeah, but and I feel like that was the blueprint of how to beat Max was you just have to be yeah faster and and put on more and that's exactly what uh well, we saw so and as far as the uh um fights and like it was a decision loss and i feel like it's warranted a rematch even though volkanovski won a you know a unanimous decision Max didn't get finished in a devastating fashion. It went the whole time. It was a good fight. So I feel like that's what warrants the immediate rematch. It's not like a Garbrandt Dillashaw where there was just a bunch of beef coming into that and then Cody gets fucking knocked out in the second round. Yeah. And then why but why would that get an immediate rematch? You yeah. know what I mean? That that was his only time that he was ever the champion. You know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like this makes sense for an actual rematch. But like you said, if they don't give it to him, I you know, it is what it is, but I feel like it's warranted for sure. Oh, for sure. Like, if he was denied and there was some outrage, I could understand. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, if he and was I, that's accepted, probably the biggest money fight. Understand at one forty five right yeah. now, outside of Triple C coming up a weight class, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I wouldn't care about. That I would watch it, of course. I mean, you can say what you want about Henry being the king of cringe, but yeah. he's definitely a good fighter definitely the king of cringe <laughs> yeah cringe champ all right on to the last fight of the card yeah. kamara Usman versus colby chaos covington yeah yeah and then <clears throat> for round one would you like to uh start us off uh, I just thought it was a, a really good back and forth. Um, a lot of boxing. Uh, in the first round, Kamaru definitely landed some big shots, but I think Covington landed uh, the more significant strikes, the heavier strikes. Mm-hmm. Not a single takedown attempt in sight. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much what I got for the first round. It was just back and forth, fast-paced. You know, good shots by both dudes. Yeah. I just thought Colby had the... Tad bit more, uh, pep. Yes, a little bit more sting on him. Yeah, and obviously they didn't touch. <laughs> yeah. Didn't touch gloves yeah. in the beginning. Uh, I thought Kamaro opened up, you know, quick. I kind of expected. Uh, this is kind of a grudge match. Um, but Colby was right there fighting back. Yeah. Uh, definitely standing ground. Uh, they both standing in the center trading. Uh, Usman was hitting a hard jab, and I noticed that that hard jab was finding home yeah. a lot. Uh, I don't think he utilized it as much as he probably could have or should have in that fight because I think if he did, it, it, the fight probably wouldn't have gone as long as it did. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing that I did know was notice from Colby was that he unleashed a flurry on uh, Kamaru yeah. and stunned him pretty good. Uh, 
and he was also showing a very high level striking compared to some of his last fights. You could see uh, just his growth as a fighter, uh, his striking wise. Uh, he he was dipping punches. Yeah. He was uh, able to uh, roll with them really good. Uh, it was very high level compared to some of his uh, previous fights. Um, and he even caught uh, Kamaro to the midsection a few good times uh, when they were trading that uh, looked like they uh, had some effect. Uh, I would say Colby finished the round with a nice combo and definitely uh, overall took the round in general. I think he, uh, he like you said, uh, Kamaro was throwing some heavy bombs, but uh, Colby was uh, definitely getting the better of the exchanges. Yeah. And even he was throwing some hard shots that were stunning <laughs> yeah. uh, Kamaro. Like, damn, he's trying to hurt this guy. Yeah. And that's another thing I want to say is I feel like Colby's shots were hurting Kamaru, like, way more than what Kamaru was hurting Colby. Yeah, earlier on. Yeah. Yeah, and even in the later rounds, because, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we'll get to him. <laughs> uh, so now we're on to round two. Uh, another fast round that I noticed for uh, Kamaru, he came out quick. Um, he started to jab again, which found its home like it did before. Uh, but Colby fought back with multiple combinations. That's one thing I noticed with Colby as well is uh, anytime Kamara would throw one punch, Colby would fire back with a combination. Mm -hmm. uh, they both stood in the center and tra uh, traded back and forth uh, almost the entire fight. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and... Just high level striking amongst the two. I mean, I think I think at one point in time they were just uh, a good example would be Don Fry. You know, they <laughs> yeah. were just standing there and just it. It was beautiful to a fight fan. Let's just yeah, say yeah. that <laughs> it, it, it was, was really good, good high yeah. level striking being shown, and uh, the fight ends with both men basically exchanging jabs. Yeah. Uh, and just earning each other's respect for the most part. Even if they didn't want to show it, they, <clears throat> yeah. they earned each other's respect to some degree in that octagon. Yeah. Because, I mean, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, so I thought in round two, uh, Kobe came out more aggressive. Not like more aggressive than Kamara, but more aggressive than the last round. Yeah. Uh, he was applying a lot more pressure. Mm-hmm. And I thought within that, uh, Kamara was able to find uh, some really good counters. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Round three coming in. I'm curious to hear yours, but something I noticed right off the rip is that both of them kind of came in at a slower pace right off the bat. Yes, and that's one thing that I noticed was they were straight to the center, but they were both picking their shots <laughs> yeah. a lot better this time. They weren't just... Uh, uh, popping off. I even have uh, both picking shots not as active. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kamaru, Kamaru was uh, landing more shots, I noticed, and harder shots. Yes. Uh, but they were still uh, standing and trading. And I wanted to point out that this is when... <clears throat> the eye poke happened. Well, Kamaru started uh, putting it, ripping some body shots. 
Yes. In the first yes. two rounds, he wasn't putting in a lot of body shots. Yeah, and even in the third, he wasn't doing it as much as the light, uh, the later rounds. Yeah, but this is when he started yeah. ripping him with some fucking heat. <laughs> like, you could see it on Kobe's face. But uh, this is also where the eye poke happened. Um, but they basically said it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was the first, the eye poke was on Kamaru at that one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then, uh, yeah, cause yeah, Kamaru said that Colby poked him. And then after they said it was fine, that's when Colby came out hot and started sticking Kamaru pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then that's basically when the end of the round happens and, after round three, going into round four, uh, I have it to where that's when we first find out that he, Colby, thinks that his jaw is broken. Yes, still unconfirmed. Yeah. So At uh, the recording of this, at least. Yeah, so, uh, and this recording was recorded on Sunday, the day after the fights. Yes, and if news came out of a broken jaw or an unbroken jaw... On Sunday after the fights, we recorded before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what did you have for round three? Uh, just just that they both came out at the slower pace. Uh, yeah. Kamara started ripping the body shots. Mm-hmm. Colby with the uh, jaw thing, the eye poke. Was this with uh, the uh, low blow, or was that four round four? Where uh, uh, Usman said he got kicked. That's in the nuts. round. Um, I'm not sure. I want to say round four. That actually, yeah, it was round four. I think. Are you round, positive? I think round five is the one where Colby thought he was uh, poked. Well, when they replayed it back, I think that's when they isolated that he got he his wasn't. jaw broken. Well, like, no, like, no, because no. he got hit in the jaw. Yeah, I know. But remember, they did uh, show back at that kick, and they saw that it wasn't an actual groin kick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so it might have been round uh, three. Because that's what I want to say is because after that happened, that's when Colby supposedly got his jaw broken. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then they isolated it. Yeah. Gotcha. And then that's when they found out, oh, he just got hit in the jaw really hard. And then he, like, kind of did, like, a, I don't know if it's kind of like a kind of cheating the system, but he was, like, trying to play like he got hit in the eye. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they played it back, and it was flush on the jaw, and his jaw moved all the way to the side. Oh, yeah, and I saw the <clears throat> same thing. He yeah. got punched, and he was saying he got <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like, I dude, didn't see that. But... That was on your fucking jaw. That wasn't uh, anywhere close to your eyes. Uh, okay, so round four, uh, both... Both continue to stand center. Yes, yeah, still not a uh, takedown attempt in sight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this Kobe, is round four. Kobe's starting to fight hard, I noticed. Yes, yeah, way more is, aggressive. I think it is because he thinks his jaw's broke. Yeah, which uh, is impressive coming out hot like that when yes. you think your jaw's broken. Like, dude, cause straight we, in the dude, straight yeah. in Kamaru's face. Yeah, because that's a good way to get knocked the fuck out, just coming in wild. like yeah. I'm not in wild, but you know what I mean, like, especially with a broken Ready jaw. Ready to fight. Uh... Kamaru's jab once again landing. Yes, more. Yes. Uh and but Colby manages to stun Kamaru. Uh but not long after, Kamaru stuns Colby. Yes. Uh both still standing center and trading. Colby <clears throat> uh I feel stuns Kamaru at the end of round four. Yeah. And uh that's where that round ends and uh Colby basically uh uh, takes the round, in my opinion. You had Colby on that round? Uh, 
No, no, I don't have Colby for that round, but I haven't. Like, that's where he he basically took the end of the round, I should say. Already. Okay, because Kamara won that round, if I'm correct. Yeah, I thought he did really good with the jab, Kamara. Yeah, because yeah, that's where his jab. body shots again. Yeah. Um, I stand corrected. Kobe, like you said, coming out aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I got on that one. Uh, for round five, I have, uh, that was when Kamaro's corner found out that, uh, you know, Colby's jaw might be broken. Yeah, that pissed me off. Yeah, that, that kind of annoyed me as yeah. well, because it's like... You couldn't even hear him on mic, but I saw his corner, man. His jaw's broken. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, and they, and that's when even, uh, Joe and all of them were like, oh, they're, they just told him and stuff, and it's like, yeah. you know, it's probably Ali... Abdiaziz, that yeah. rat. No, I mean, uh, it is what it is, part yeah, of the fight I game, mean, but it's it still just like, it's just, just like, a, it's kind of like a reflection of your character, like. Yeah, and I would have, me personally, I would have preferred it if they would have just let them, slu- let them slug it out, don't, he doesn't need to know that, you know, why give, why tell him about that advantage, yeah. you know, it kind of takes away a little bit from the victory, in my opinion, if, you know, he were to get uh, you know, break his jaw, hurt it, his, yeah. hurt you know, mess the job even more. It's like I don't know. I guess it's more of a personal thing. Yeah. I mean, shit. You know about dudes that target knees when they know their the opponent <laughs> has a bad knee, they yeah. like front kick him and shit. But even then, I don't really necessarily or agree Paul with Harris that. But ripping people's knees after they tap. Yeah. Well, he's a prick. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> so, round five, I have that. Uh, Kamara was starting to head hunt. Yeah, being a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, uh, he knew about the jaw, and he managed <clears throat> to stun Colby with a couple good uh, jabs. Colby yeah. uh, uh, draws Camaro in and hits him with a hard shot uh, to where th- it gets them both into an exchange. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed that it's starting to become a fast pace a faster pace round they're both starting to pick up the the, the speed uh and they're both starting to go really hard uh just intensity uh, i think you know kamaro because he knows that he might i don't know if he knew he was down or uh or what or if he just was you know hey colby's hurt and i'm gonna take advantage of it yeah uh you know colby obviously my jaw may be broken. I need to finish this. I can win. You know, this This is mine. Yeah. Uh, they stand in the center and trade until uh, Kamaro manages to uh, headhunt and m- manage to get the fight to stop by a referee yeah. decision. So I pretty much agree with you on all that. I thought, you know, Kamaro was... More aggressive. Kobe's still landing some big shots, but you obviously saw him welt away. Yeah. Got dropped a couple times, sat yeah. the fuck down. Um, the stoppage, I I mean, I can agree with it, but at the same time, I would have let go a tad bit longer. Yeah, I mean, no more than 10 seconds more, you know? Yeah, because it's not like... Because he was in a sprawl position. He wasn't out, and he was... and. Some of the sh- smart. Only some of the shots were clean. A lot of them were hitting the arm. Yeah, and he was being very smart with his yeah. defense. Like, it's not like he was out, you yeah. know. And 
I feel he, you know, he was just kind of seeing where the situation was going to go. Yeah. And then he was going to be explosive because that's how Colby is. Uh, and I mean, I'm not a real big Mark Goddard fan. I think Mark Goddard's kind of a prick. I think <laughs> yeah. he's very high and mighty. Yeah, Connor should have beat his ass. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> Uh, I think Mark Goddard just he thinks too highly of himself and he yeah. I just I wonder what would have been different if Herb was in uh, Herb was in there or you know Dan uh, Mergliata or some somewhere along those lines uh, the gold standard yeah because I definitely wouldn't put uh, uh, Mark, Goddard. Mark Goddard as a gold standard yeah, because I feel like that if you're going to be having title fights, you need the gold standard in yeah. there, you know? Uh, so we've seen a few get botched. Yeah, because I would have let that shit go. And what's crazy is to think that if it would have went to the bell, it would have been a, a unanimous draw. Yeah, I think so, because uh, one judge had it 3-1 Colby. One had it 3-1 uh, to one, uh, Erzman. Yeah, and then... The other one had it the draw. Yeah, 2-2. Two, two. So, yeah, that would have made a split decision, and they would have yeah. ran it back, I'm sure. And I was one of the people that had it. First two rounds, Kobe. Second two were uh, Usman. And then the third round I even had, it was starting to go Kobe yeah. until Usman managed to drop him. But, I mean, who's to say... I don't know. it. In my opinion, it could have went longer, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind seeing him run it back. Yeah, you're one, you're one of the three one judges. I'm one of the two two judges. That's what it sounds like. Um, so yeah, I don't have any more notes on that one. Uh, I don't either. Um, did you want to talk about uh the UFC Fight Night One Sixty Five Edgar versus Zombie or? Um, that fight, we are not going to be doing any picks on. We're, that fight, uh, in general is going to be the last fight of the year. It's going to be on at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's when the main card starts. Yeah. It's a Busan or however you say it. Yeah, if I get the chance, I might try to catch it. We're probably going to recap it on a, a show, but we're going to be stopping the, uh, game just for this uh, year, uh, yeah, this year, like this run, this was kind of like the little alpha uh, test run yeah, deal. Test run, and Kenny pulled through and managed to uh, outpoint my ass. <laughs> yeah. So what? You got Which, three, three more. Uh, three ahead. Well, for the, for this card, I was one or two ahead, and for the last card, because I was one ahead on the last card, right? Uh, yes. Okay, yes. so you're beating me by one? Yeah, which okay. doesn't matter because it was just trial run. Yeah, but still. Uh, that's basically how the game's going to be done. I mean, get done. used to the result, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, this was all trial for the most part, the game-wise. Uh, we're going to start doing it quarterly uh, every three months, starting January to March, and then so on and so forth. Uh Every three months, we'll, we'll tally it up at the end. See, uh, see who wins. Um, <clears throat> probably get something set up with that to where uh, uh, everyone playing at home could play with some of the other listeners, maybe over uh, uh, 
some something in the comments or something. We'll yeah, get yeah. something worked out. Um, the prize is money out of Greg's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those words won't out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> They're out of the right mouth. Uh, so we will go over uh, the next fight, which is the last fight of the year. And then uh, <clears throat> from there on out, hopefully uh, we can get this going a little bit further. Uh, by the next show, we should be further further along. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, MMA? That's all I got. All right, well, if that's all you got, I think that's all I got. So uh, appreciate you guys staying staying uh, this long through the podcast. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> this is a long one. Yeah. Uh, appreciate fight fans that enjoy the sport as much as we do and uh, appreciate your, your listen. So uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, that being said, thanks. Have a good day. Bye.